Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Senator. It's a Jedi arriving. Star Wars Senate podcast, the home of uplifting, fun, enthusiastic discussion as we talk all things Star Wars and we talk about it all from a positive aspect. There's no drama, there's no politics in here. And as ever, if you like what you hear today and you listen on the podcast and stuff or on YouTube, wherever it is, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and, and leave a review and stuff. It apparently all helps. Uh, tell your friends, tell the people you don't like as well, spread the word. And remember that we are at various places on the internet, of which I can never remember, but Ricky can. We're on Facebook. We're yep. at Facebook. We have a Facebook group, the Positive Star Wars Facebook group. Um, yeah. On Twitter, we're at PSW Senate. Please don't yell at me. On Instagram, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. <laughs> and oh, if you want to email Twitter? us, it's positively Star Wars Senate at gmail.com. Yeah, Twitter, we're at PSW Senate, which I've been pretty active on Twitter. Um, I kind of took the last couple of weeks off, but. Um, it's just been fun talking to people on there and, you know, trying to be positive and not uh, get dragged into any kind of debates on there. <laughs> so easy to be dragged into Sarlacc Pit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically if you just search Positively Star Wars on your favorite um, social media platform. Notice it's not TikTok. We do TikTok, have a TikTok. You'll find us. There's yes. one video on there. <laughs> yes. So I am myself, I am Stephen, the obligatory Brit on this uh, podcast and also the Chancellor of the Senate, as I'm often known. And I'm joined this month by four other people from across the great expanse of America. We have Ron. Greetings and salutations, fellow senators. Very good. We have Ricky. Hello. We have Ryan. Hi, everybody. And we have Marie. Hi, everyone. Hey, excellent. And we're all here, one big happy family as always. And there, we've got a bit of a loose agenda here in a sort of end of year kind of uh, podcast in that we're going to, didn't last month, we didn't look at the Book of Boba Fett trainers apparently. So we will have a look through them, have a brief discussion. We'll have a quick little discussion on Star Wars at Christmas because it is pretty much Christmas. So we're having a little talk about our favourite Christmases in the past with Star Wars and some of our favourite Christmas Star Warsy decorations, of which I have none and I still need to get some. And then if we still got time, we haven't exhausted ourselves by then, we will have some of our questions about Star Wars that we've been dying to get some answers from, from each other, that is, not from the, uh, from the web because that could go crazy, but just ask each other for some answers to things that have been bothering us perhaps or just troubling us a little bit lately but fun questions not anything too serious so as ever we start off each episode going around the table to see what everybody's been up to in star wars land since last month and so this month it starts with ron hello hey steven um uh, my dalliance is in star wars this past month it was probably lights although it's december so 
I, like I assume everyone uh, here here today in the Senate, um, uh, started my advent calendar, right? So I got the got the Lego Star Wars advent calendar, um, and that's always a fun little fun little treat each day to open that up. Um, there was an odd ship on like day two that I had to go look up to see what it was. Sometimes they put some just totally made up random things because I think one of the days, one of the, the next day, I think was a weird sort of Lego type of gun thing or something that shoots a projectile, which is which is interesting. But I don't think it's actually actually Star Wars. But the ship ended up being the day two ship ended up being like this weird bounty hunter. Um, he was in it was the guy that the um, the Mando destroyed. So anyway, that was fun. And then I picked up I'm going to put a picture of it in the chat. I picked up a Lego figure, a uh, small little toy show that happens local to me. And I was kind of um, confused. I didn't think Lego was allowed to sell just individual figures that if they were going to sell a figure, it had to be it was always on a keychain or it was always on a um a pen or something like that that they, they couldn't just sell the individual figures uh, from a licensing deal or something or whatever was in the terminology with hasbro or whatever but i was very surprised and picked up a han solo a bagged a small little han solo minifig by himself so i'm going to throw that in the chat is, is something out there but that, that's really all i have for the past month yeah, I, i've seen I don't think... ones like that where they had said like you know buy a bag of Lego like figures that are like Mickey or Minnie or something like that. I've never seen Star Wars one, so that's, that's cool. Yeah, I was very surprised to see it. The guy was a, a obviously a Lego um, a dealer, or whatever, because that's what his booth was all about. So I was asking him about. It. He's like, oh yeah, no, they can they they can sell them. I'm like, I know they can license them, and I know they sell them in the in the in the kits obviously that was i thought that was the only way you could truly truly collect the figures if if you were interested or whatever but this is a legit bag figure of a of a han solo hoth han solo hoth uh, outfit which does have a question he's holding something that i'm not quite sure what it, a bag i'm not quite sure what it is he's holding but anyway so yep i'm going to what's, the, what's this at the back of a storm what's this chap wearing sunglasses and a, and a hat and maybe a cloak <laughs> and stuff i mean yeah get a bunch I mean, of watches too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. This is a legit toy <laughs> show. Bunch of bunch of tables with Hot Wheels, bunch of tables with uh Pops, Funko, and then you know everyone random random other things, whatever. And this guy had this bagged minifig. Just I was really really puzzled by it. So I, I picked it up merely to sort of research it and find out more about it because I did not think they could uh, sell them individually. Hey, Surprisingly, they can. Yeah, yeah. I, I always thought it was just custom individual figures. I haven't seen it like that either. I don't remember yeah, him I've, wearing like a Indiana Jones car. That's weird. And I've yeah. I've seen the knockoff uh, Lego guy that's got like just trays and trays of minifigs. I was the first time I saw him, I'm like, oh wow, that's awesome. And then I realized it's like apparently so it's what? like a Did Chinese you open knockoff it? kind of thing. Not yet. That's his helmet. That's his hoodie thing. He's holding that's his hood. Yeah. Yeah. When he rides the downtown. Oh, part. so it's yeah. not facing open like. It's a winter whatever. hood. So, his yeah, head so goes the, in that hole. Yeah. Obviously, his head goes in the. hole hole and then the opening you can't really see the opening because it's facing no. like anyway so yeah i'm gonna do some research and try to find out about that and see what i see what i can wasn't he wearing blue in on hoff oh that's a hotly debated yeah. back and forth kind is of thing right? is, it blue? is it blue or is it gray yeah <laughs> so I have, i'm kind of blind i think i feel like i am but i'm pretty sure it wasn't brown but uh yeah i'm pretty sure the blue people say the same thing the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're very confident that what they saw is, is blue so yeah i i don't know that i've ever gone back and forth about it but then i'll admit i don't think i knew 3po had a silver bottom half of his leg for 
10, 20, 15 years. I don't know how long it took me before I saw a figure with that. I'm like, why, why is it like that? And then, you know, sort of make the figures like that, did they? Well, that's probably what re- yeah. that's exactly what reinforced it, Ricky. Yeah, I don't think the original 3PO, 77 3PO, had that. Um, he was all gold or whatever. And then, you know, eventually they start doing that. And you just kind of, and it's kind of hard to notice in the movie, but apparently it's there. So, yeah. Has, has that ever been explained? I'm not one we've for. Got nice, we've got a nice backstory for the red arm. But, no, wasn't uh, it? I, I don't know if it's the leg, did we? In universe, I don't know. But, I mean, I think you'd like kind of assume because Anakin built him now. But, um, wasn't it because Anthony Daniels, like, he broke the costume while they were filming and it, like, jabbed him in the leg? And so they had to just mock up one real quick and throw it on there. Wow, that's a good thing. Yeah. I've never heard the story. I, I, yeah, I, I think they, it was on one of the behind the scenes things or something. I thought the kayfabe reason, again, this might have just been a storyboard, you know, a discussion board thing from years ago, but I thought it was the in universe kayfabe reason is like he had a bomb in his leg and they swapped it out, much like. Okay. He has a reason for the red arm. It was melted, and he had to swap it out with someone who sacrificed their life. Uh, well, something with the bomb is the same reason. So wow, I'm not never sure heard that one either. No, three PO was in the hurt locker. Again, it might have only been a discussion board from like a decade ago or something. So I'm not sure. I could see the in-universe thing. George wanting to say, no, he's a droid, and that part's been swapped out, and you know, you know, they're interchangeable or something like that. I can definitely see George making that a purposeful thing kind of like um, a and, and i can you know fender a different color yeah yeah i definitely could <laughs> see george doing that to, to, to 3po um but then i could also see the story of yeah something something broke uh, like you say or whatever the anthony daniels part of the story was and they just had to have a mock-up and they had that and vacuum formed out in the desert but it wasn't gold so they're just like oh yeah throw that on and, you know i could see george doing that oh yeah throw yeah, that on there that's a, look, that's a make him look damaged he got a new fender. Yeah, like Ricky said, your car <laughs> make him look damaged. You know, it could very well be a he's combination a, of those a, two things. He's got a plastic hubcap on. <laughs> okay. Anything else wrong? Nope, nope. That's all I got for us. Very good. Okay. Uh, Ricky. Let's see. Oh, um, we did finish our long marathon, <laughs> finally. Uh, we Yeah, we got to Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so, yeah, so we're completely done now. And then uh, we followed that up with, uh, so that was pretty good. Well, you know, we watching everything, but now I feel like we got to start over. But no, instead we watched the uh, the holiday special. So that that was uh, we watched that on Monday, Monday night. So that was fun. We only planned on watching 15 minutes of it, but we ended up watching the entire like thing. But we fast forwarded the performances. So. Ah, <laughs> oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really into the Jefferson Starship song. Gotta take song it all. Gotta take it all. Yeah, this, was that one when it, when the uh, grandpa falls asleep? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah that yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny though watching it again. Um, this for some reason this year I kind of got the jokes more. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and getting kind of I don't know. It's very it's very seventies. It has to be yeah. said. I kind of like that. I mean, we both agreed that it was like terrible when we were watching it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we did that, and then what else happened? Um, picked up some stuff. I got a oh the, um it looks like the Walmart's restocked because we I found a Mandalorian uh with it's like the Carbon series or something like that uh, but they had the armor and they had Moff Gideon so I picked up the armor um I wasn't gonna get both of them but they're like twenty bucks a pop and they're not even black series so but um they are three and three quarter inch so they do fit with the the collection I have and then um, what else did I get shoot oh I got some uh, little Grogu um, glasses. And then I got a nice Obi Wan class. My my wife picked me up some stuff and some. I got a flame trooper. You know those uh adventure 
Galaxy Adventure set of toys. They're like a little bigger, the figures. I got a couple of those. Got another Finn and then a uh, Flame Trooper. So, but yeah, just been trying to look around and see if there's anything on clearance to pick up. And it's been pretty good. But, yeah, yeah. Rick, I can confirm that there must be because if you're far, far away from here or whatever. So, yeah, the distribution channel or whatever's going on because mm-hmm. I have seen those. Um, they were the carbonized version and I read yeah. the Moff Gideon and the armorer um, yeah. in Walmart. And like you said, for three and three quarter figure, they were, uh, I think they were 25. Yeah. Like, um, they were, they were ridiculous. But I think that was that whole carbon. There was a carbonized yeah. phrase that was Walmart. So I think that yeah. is a price premium just because of that carbonized. Sort Which of I didn't even care about that. I just wanted the figure because I yeah. don't have any Mandalorian figures. Yeah. <laughs> haven't seen much of anything trickle for the longest time and that's a weird thing to be trickling out i really suspect a lot of that stuff is is stashed somewhere or stuck somewhere and is going to flood the market at odd or not going to flood the market because it's not going to be timely you know it's not going to be it's going to end up in the clearance stores i do think they are like kind of finding stuff in their you know storage yeah because there there was a um a set of the i I don't know if you remember the little octagon disc that they were selling for a while at walmart i think if you oh yeah I know Force those. Awakens there at Walmart. Um, it came with them. Yeah, they had like a set that had like Ahsoka and some of the other characters from uh, Force Awakens. I'm like, wow, that's these somebody are old. clear in the backstock, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Really, wow. Yeah, yeah. They they came with. Or you could get some special ones with a um, like a birthday card or whatever. But then they yeah they yeah. had blind packs and or, no they had ones that you could see what you were looking for. I yeah, think yeah, that was one of those. Had, yeah, that was a whole. I remember uh, collecting those or, or gambling. Never saw anything much out of them, kind of thing. That's interesting that you've saw those for sale yeah. in your local Walmart. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah somebody's really clearing the back, finding stuff on that back shelf that got you know fell behind something or something. It's like, oh, what's this? We should sell it. It's amazing. It's still in the system, you know, with a with yeah. a skew or a barcode to even sell. Yeah, and I even scanned it to see how much it was because it was on a peg that said thirty bucks. I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> like, and it was like, did it scan? Did it come up with a price? Yeah, it was like six bucks. Yeah. So. Huh. I have some of them, but I don't. I guess I, don't yeah, I got them. way too many of those things. Yeah, I, I was, was, like, well, was just gonna sit in the stack with the other one, so I'm not. I didn't grab it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much been it. Okie dokie, and uh, we move on to Ryan. All right, so I think I got a pretty decent list of things I've been Star Warsing this month. So, and each one might kind of be a discussion. So the last couple of days, I just randomly decided to rewatch Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. And I got to say, the Force, Force Awakens was much, much better than I've been kind of giving it credit for over the past six months to a year. You know, I've always enjoyed it. It's always been good. I don't rank it in my bottom half at all. But I rewatched it, and it's just, oh, because I was watching Empire Strikes Back with my wife. We started watching that, and I quickly realized that me telling backstories on everything, because every time I read the From a Certain Point of View books, I turn around and I go watch the movies with my wife, and I'm like, you know, this is why Will Row Hood has the case, and this is why, you know, this character's doing this, and this is where this space alien is. And I realized it puts her to sleep very well. So she's like, I enjoy your stories so much. So as she fell asleep by watching Empire Strikes Back, I was like, well, I'm going to watch Force Awakens. And it was, I just, it was amazing. Like, the acting, I thought it was, just watching again, I'm like, man, this is a perfect setup movie. While the story is repetitive, you know, oh, a giant planet that blows things up. We've seen that before. It's repetitive, but the mysteries, the story, the setup, I mean, it just felt like such a perfect setup for a trilogy. So I, I'm giving another shout out to Force Awaken. It still stays firmly kind of in my middle of the class, but I very much enjoyed it. The Like the reveal for Kylo Ren's face is perfect. Like he doesn't have to be some yeah. mongoloid. He's just a very good looking man and you know and it's just like oh i'm gonna reveal it and 
Ray's like, oh, hey, what's up? So, again, much <laughs> shout out to Force Awakens. Last <laughs> Jedi rewatched. There's lots of non-thought action in that movie, too. Uh, uh, Force Awakens, how many times had you seen it when it was it's released bad. in the theater? The, that you're revisiting it. How many, oh, released in theaters? Oh, I've probably seen that twice and Last Jedi three times. And so The Force Awakens that you're revisiting and finding, finding a bit of an appreciation for whatever. So have you not seen it since the theater or at least seen it once maybe in between there, right? Oh, no, I, yeah, I usually watch it once a year or whatever. Okay, so, okay. You know just, what, just like, you know what, interesting to see the progression yeah, and, see, and see the see the um, appreciation growing over time. That's that's, that's uh, fascinating. I definitely have not watched I definitely have not watched it since Rise of Skywalker. So it's been a couple of years since uh, I watched okay. it. So yeah, I'm that. well aware of it. I knew all the story points, but then I'm watching like, man, it's just such a perfect creation for it. And then to be followed up by The Last Jedi, which, again, is one of my top Star Wars movies. I loved it. From the beginning to the end, like the character growth is like bar none for Kylo. You know, I mean, that's really the whole support for The Last Jedi is Kylo and his growth. And I'm a huge Adam Driver fan because of it. So it's like I had a lot. We had a lot of fun watching that. Well, I'm going to eventually uh, start The Rise of Skywalker. But this is just the last two days. I'm like, let's go ahead and watch these. So that was a lot of fun. Um, continuing with the watch list, I actually started watching uh, The Hidden Fortress, you know, George Lucas's inspiration for Star Wars. And man, I just got to say, I am so happy I did not grow up in that era. That movie <laughs> is straight trash. So, oh, wait, I'll say it positive. It was not my cup of tea. So, uh, How are you? I'm, slowly, I'm slowly going through it, um, you know, watching it like 20 minutes at a time. But it, it's pretty long, and I don't really know where it's going. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's on HBO Max. So, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And again, it's it's probably just realistically just outside of my era. You know, it's... I need much more story and, you know, I have a very short attention span at times. So it's just, I'm not saying it's bad or it's influence isn't there, but like I try watching it and I'm just like, Oh my God. (laughs) So when you say that, is is it not so much that it's, it's not bad. It's just a very much a sign of its era, a product of its era in terms of the the, the style, the storytelling, the filmmaking and everything. It it just, it's right. It's just by today's standards, I think you can warrant the bad label. But but probably in what what was then it's just a sign of its times I, I think it's been forever since that's why I was asking how you're watching or whatever it's been forever ever since I've seen it so I need to rewatch it I don't think I've ever watched it yeah oh, it's not big surprise to anybody here because yeah. a lot of shouting and over the top stories like, weird <laughs> yeah the like story's the, weird and silly so. what's it just weird story aspects yeah I need I just have to Google see I don't think I've seen it. I can't even visualize what it looks like yeah, yeah basically it's like the two it's black and white. It's uh like oh, two peasant guys, yeah. and for some reason they they're walking around in diapers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but very very loosely, whatever. That's the oh, two guys uh, trying to protect a princess uh, type of yeah. thing. It was very much a, an inspiration. I mean, it's it's definitely worth watching from a appreciation of, yeah, of I'm, Lucas I'm and his just, influences and everything. I'm just to, watching to get it, like his homework. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I watched, like, 10 minutes of the thing and it was kind of like uh yeah this isn't really for me but <laughs> yeah you're not watching well, for entertainment wow i just yeah some... it's 10 minutes here 10 minutes there yeah so. i've just seen some images from it now yeah i see what you mean it's very 50s is it is it odd that i didn't finish watching that but i did watch the entire holiday special <laughs> yeah your behaviors of what you watch Ricky, are definitely going to qualify as odd <laughs> yeah, it's, oh and ron like you're asking it's on hbo so yeah it's on hbo max 
It looks a bit comedy, comedy, comedy. It's supposed to be, yeah, I guess, because like the guys bicker with each other and maybe that's very serious. And it reminds me of Monkey. What was it, Monkeys? Is that that? There's that show in the eighties. I said, wasn't it Monkeys? Monkeys? Not, not, not the monkeys. There was a, I can't remember what it's called now. It's some Japanese, come American kind of monkey. It had the word monkey in it, but I can't remember. Yeah, no, I've never seen it, but I tell you what. I tell you what, seeing the post of it reminds me very much of um, Star Wars Visions and the uh, Ronin. Um, yeah, that's, that was heavily yeah, the, yeah, the influence was yeah, there, too. Was... So, again, you're not sitting down to watch it and going, oh, let's watch a movie or whatever and, and be entertained. It's more, like someone said, it's more a bit of homework just as a, yeah. as a, as a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So I'm glad George was influenced by it to give me, you know, the Star Wars universe, which now to put his influences polish me on to, yeah, yeah. to do nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... I'm glad whether people whine or complain that he stole stories from this or that or ideas, it doesn't matter. All ideas come from somewhere at some point, but we got Star Wars out of it. Cool. I'm probably never going to finish watching Hidden Fortress. It's just <laughs> you'd, you'd probably there, like so. American Graffiti better you don't than know how it ends. Fortress. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't. I actually I don't want to be spoiled by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't want to be spoiled by it. You're, still, you're okay you know, going like, through life not good. knowing how Hidden Fortress ends. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> they blew up. The well, Death now Star. I feel like I should watch it. <laughs> they blew up the Death Star. Yeah. yeah spoiler alert. I'm not going to give it away. That was just my watch list over the past month. Uh, my, I, you know, I'm always reading something. So I finished Ronin. But I started that last month, and I finished Ronin this month. Um, I, I really don't think that's one we can, I mean, really discuss because there's a lot of online discussion on it. Overall, I loved it. I would still recommend it. I would like to listen to the audiobook. Maybe I would be able to capture more. Uh, the book just feels like, and again, this is my fault. A lot of the words are just like, well, that word is much too smart for me, but I get its context. So, you know, if I hear it spoken, it'll probably do better. And the ending came kind of quickly and was very confusing. And when I posted it on a lot of places, a lot of people agreed like, what's going on here? Why did this happen? Where did this person come from? But it had very cool force battles like at one point they're you know and if there's people don't mind some spoilers i'll cover you know some small points i probably won't cover the ending really because it was like i don't really know what happened uh it had some really cool battles like at one point one of the characters just decides to rip a ship apart it's like you know what i'm sick of being captured i'm gonna rip the ship apart and it's like yes you know the way it's explained is fantastic and surprising and how they do some of the characters is great just when it gets to the ending it's like "Eh, i'm not quite sure what happened Hopefully at some point there's an audio book and I'd be happy to listen to it. Would you, would you say the so ending is open? I mean, did they try to leave it open so that it could have more be told in, in some fashion or is it, is it pretty closed? I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, force awakens level style cliffhanger, nothing like that. Anything could be kind of followed up, but I felt like all the characters got, you know, what could be an ending and really it could just pick. And so okay. they live their life as it is. Okay. Yeah, it definitely feels like kind of a one and done thing. Just the ending was like, well, what's happening? So, <laughs> like I said, I would still recommend it. I would never not recommend something. So it was very good. I thought the force battles were cool. Were cool. It was very only focused on a very limited number of characters. So I think it only focused on five. Maybe. So there's people getting lopped in half at one point. So I mean, a lot of great aspects to it. The ending, eh, it's okay. Um, and I actually downloaded an app for audiobooks. You know, I thought I'd give that a try, and I listened to Dooku Jedi Lost, so I'm so happy to have that. So that's, and I just finished that a couple days ago, and I downloaded the Afra uh, audiobook, which is based on the graphic novel, which I read 
but it's going to have all sorts of characters that I know. But I got to say, Duke of Jedi Lost was really good, too. I mean, it gave his history. Yeah, uh, the ending was kind of weird. I've heard good things yeah, about that. One. I've heard good things about that. About yeah. Dooku Jedi Lost Life. It's on my, it's on my list to, to listen to. I just think Ryan thinks all endings are weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I mean, some are great. Like, I mean, Rising Storm, all the High Republic stuff is good. But man, it's I'm telling you, you just read the end. Ask anybody. The end of Ronin was weird. Mm-hmm. The end of the last, the end of Dooku Jedi Lost, I was listening with my wife, where she didn't listen to the whole thing like I did. But she listened to the last hour and a half on the car ride. And when it ended, I'm like, I have no idea what just freaking happened. You know, again, it's it kind of came like out of nowhere. They tried like a twist. And again, I feel like it's the problem with audiobooks. The two books that I chose did a lot of time jumping. And both books were designed to be audiobooks. The other one being Tempest Runner. So, you know, and now the next one I choose is based on a graphic novel <laughs> on a comic book. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But uh, again, it came really quick. And it was like, I don't know what happened. But the backstory on Dooku was fantastic. He's one of my favorite characters. I was hoping to see more from Psycho DS because there's always that question like, did he create the clone army? Did he not? Was it people acting like Psycho Diaz? You gotta keep watching. I was hoping for that answer. Is it in there? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in Clone Wars? Okay. I'm only on season three. There is stuff about it in the Clone Wars. I I still feel that it was still not quite fully explained. It's still not more there. It's pretty much there. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, well, that's good. I'm still, to look forward. I'm still not clear in the whole thing. I don't think they've actually really spelt it out the whole Psychodius and uh, backstory and what he was up to and all that kind of stuff. So I think there's still room. I'd love to. That's what I'd love to see. Uh, something about that comic or a, a book or about that kind of a. Psychodius on Disney so, Plus next year. Psychodius <laughs> this year. That's Star Wars story. <laughs> the book okay. of Psychodius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. But now I have. Probably about and one more. I probably have like ten audiobooks saved. But then the last thing that I, as far as my purchases went, I put it here in the group. But what I bought yesterday, which I'm super happy about, is I bought the Lego set for Boba Fett's starship. It dropped ten dollars in price, uh, so it was only forty dollars. It's a six hundred piece set, and I've been staring at it for weeks. And finally, it was like the wife is like, "Yeah, just get it, geez." So I bought it, and I'm super <laughs> happy to start building it with a kid. Yeah, nice. I was eyeballing that thing for a while, and it's I'm very excited to get it. On sale or the price Just actually dropped? Yeah, so it dropped ten dollars. Cool. Oh, so yeah. and they, they have a ton of them. Like every one, I've been to two different WalMarts, and they each had over ten sets. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy to get that to start building that one. So that was one of the things wow. I was most excited about. You could do you could do unboxing videos and Lego being built. There must be people who do that on YouTube. I never bothered to do it. There must be people who unbox Lego and then build it. On, yeah. on video. Yeah, they do time. They'll do time lapse videos, and that's kind of. And then you it. just see them crying in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always stuff left over at the end. Well, this is only, yeah, this is only a 600 piece, so it's not bad. But it comes with Boba Fett and Din, so you know, and the Mandalorian. Hmm. So I was like, well, that's great. So I mean, I really enjoy both those figures. So it's I'm very happy to start building this. I always remember my my um, Lego bin. It's always the stickers I always got a new done. Try and put them on right. You don't get them on right, and then they don't. And then they they always things that come off first, don't they? The stickers. And then you can never get replacements with the stickery stuff. So uh, that's what used to annoy me. Anyway, it's probably improved since twenty twenty five years ago. So um, yeah. yeah, I hope there's not stickers on it. I looked at some of the pieces closely, and uh, from the outside yes. of the box, I'm waiting to open it till the kid gets home. But been a while uh, for me. But yeah, I don't know that I've I've, I've dealt with a set or seen a set i know my nephew does a lot of them i don't think i've seen a set uh, that you know a lot of the stuff is now printed on the pieces 
Yeah. Yeah. Special, yeah, special one-off like pieces, it. whatever. But yeah, a lot of it's gotten printed on, so silk screened on there in some fashion, whatever. So yeah, I don't think there's. I think you could dive back into that there, uh, uh, Stephen. That, uh, that yeah, I don't think there's a lot of sticker action in the Lego sets. Oh well, that's 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 good to know. Yeah, I don't so think I always so. wish to. I talk about st- stickers and Star Wars. I always used to annoy me my R two D two because a lot of his um, main torso is all sticker in it, a great big sticker all around the front and the butt and back showing all the controls. It used to get ripped and it was getting dirty. Uh, that was always, yeah, it's just stickers and toys. Yeah, okay. I, I was never a fan of the stickers on them. No, so I just, suck up just stickers paint on. it on and draw it on and stop the stickers. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Marie? Um, let me think. Let's see. I, I did watch The Rise of Skywalker not too long ago just to, um, just because I felt like watching it and um i did not enjoy it as much as i initially had so i'm not sure um that it's even one of my favorites but um yeah that was that was one thing i did um i'm digging up my christmas decorations and i have a lot of star wars decorations i found my grogu from last year i found um what else did I find? I found an old Star Wars set from the from a Hallmark collection from years and years ago. And it's a 3PO and R2-D2, and that was kind of gratifying. Um, I also did go to the Hallmark store the other day, and I know I showed you guys the new Book of Boba Fett decoration. I have my eye on that. I'm going to get that mm-hmm. when the, Christmas, the after Christmas the one, sale. The one where he sat, sat on his toilet. I mean, I mean the throne. Yeah, when he's on his <laughs> yeah, The first thing I bought was it's Boba Fett on the toilet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the one. I'm I'm really excited to to hit the after Christmas sales for that one because I'm gonna I'm gonna get that one once uh, Christmas is over because it was God what was it like almost thirty dollars. So if that's something you're definitely chasing or something you definitely want to have in your collection, I, I highly recommend keeping an eye on the stock in the store because if it gets low, you you might have to pick it up at full price. Uh, I'm yeah. well aware of of the the after Christmas uh, fun that it can be the hallmarks, but with the number of hallmark stores closing that have closed over the years or whatever, there, there's not as many of those to take take action on. And yeah, some of those popular ones um, don't make that clearance rack. So yeah, keep just keep an eye on it through throughout the yeah, season. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely keeping an eye on it and seeing if it if it will hit the after Christmas because um that's like that particular hallmark store is the only hallmark store around for like. I would say about 25 miles these days. So, yeah, yeah. We used to have a, a number of them and it was exactly. great because Jay could go after, but now, yeah, I'm down to, I'm kind of in the same boat down to just one that serves two that serves to the area, but the one doesn't really ever do the, um, yeah. it's been around forever. And I think they're smart enough to know not to do the Christmas things because they just sit on that uh, stock. So yeah, yeah. yeah, just, okay. Good. As long as you were aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know because there's not very many Hallmark stores around here anymore. I think that's literally the only one that I can think of within 25 mile radius of me. You need to get a uh, install webcam in the shop pointing at the aisle. Then you can uh, keep a live look on it and see what's going <laughs> on. Yeah. Or, or just just become really panny with somebody who works in, in there and uh, get them to give you the scoop and uh, just random person working. They just go, hey, what can just, you work just grab okay. one what's and hide mess- it in the store. What's your message in there? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many other franchises and so many other Hallmark collector types or whatever that they're trying to do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that the stores will always tell you, at least my experience, you know, unless you yeah. really truly make someone a friend, they're going to be like, oh, no, you're going to want to pick that because, you know, they want you to they want to sell it yeah. at, the, at the full full price. Obviously, they want to sell it at the full price. There's there's a couple of really cool ones, though. There's a little one um, that I it's lights and I think music called The Marius House in the Galaxy. And I really want to get that one, too. But 
Um, I was I almost bought it the other day. That it was it was really cute. I think it has music, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. It's kind of cool looking though. It just reminded me of the uh, the Chewy with uh, Christmas lights. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just I'm just thinking about Christmas decorations. I kind of like that one, but I'm just looking at it here on Funko Pop Chewy with lights toy. I yeah, I like it, but I don't think I'm going to get away with that on the mental piece um, somehow. But uh, we should say I'm, I'm on my search. You're trying way find... too much thought into it, Stephen. <laughs> I just want, all I want is something that is predominantly the first time you look. First time you look at it, you think, oh, that's Christmassy, mm. and then you think afterwards, you think, oh, and Star Wars. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm looking out for. I need to try and find something. If I don't find something for this year, I'll have it definitely ready for next year. That's for sure. What if you find something with like a tauntaun that has like snow around it? Tauntaun? It, like a tauntaun. There's a Funko Pop. Oh, there's Han oh. running a tauntaun. Mm. Put a little uh, Santa hat on. on. <laughs> I shall try and find. Oh, this, this. Oh no, I can't get that one either. No, I'm just, I, okay. I'm just one with him. Okay, excellent. I was going to say to everybody that I have restarted my rewatch of the Cone Wars again this, since the last time around. So I'm now about midway through season four. Uh, so I'm just ahead of Ryan. Did you my, already pass me? Yeah, well, I had to start this about a year ago and then got stopped. Um, <laughs> I, watched an episode, I watched an episode a day now, which is quite good for me. So I, I got to the one. I won't say too much because I know, Ryan, you were just catching up for the first time stuff. But uh, some of the episodes in season four, it's like, I don't remember this at all. I'm wondering whether I actually did see them the first time round or not. Um, but then I get to another episode and I think, yeah, I, I, I remember seeing this one. I don't know, it's uh, maybe it's like that on rewatches of things like that. You think, do you always find an episode where you're like, I don't remember this one at all? Or is it just made my really bad memory? I can't, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, th- I think if you if we only watched it once back in the day or whatever, that there, there could be a number of episodes that, that didn't have, if they didn't have like a through line, a storyline, or if they weren't part of a multi-episode sort of story, mm-hmm. I mean, just a bit of a one-off, I've, I've experienced that where you're just like, wait, did- yeah. Well, I don't know if I, I'm sure I've seen it because I know I watched them all with my kids, but I'm like, boy, yeah, I don't yeah, remember I'm, this one. I know, I know when the Clone Wars was on the first time, the very first time it was on, I didn't watch it from the start. I came in sort of like midway. Blasphemy. So, yeah, I don't because I just, for some reason, I didn't think, I saw the movie and I didn't like the movie. Yeah, I wasn't that keen on the movie. I call for a vote of no confidence in the chance. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it all now. I love it all now. I, I have um, seen seen my way. I, I didn't that. even watch the movie when it came out. I waited till I it was on seeing, video. I remember seeing it. In, I remember going seeing it in cinema. And I was like, "What? What's this? This is not my Star Wars. This is all ca- a cartoony sort of stuff." Um, well, we knew it was going to be cartoony. I've told this story many times. I just remember sitting there with my daughter, just so excited to have Star Wars in the theater again, so ready to settle in and sort of uh, not indoctrinate her, but but let her see Star Wars on the big screen because that was the first opportunity of anything that was on the big screen given her age or whatever. And the fanfare blasts, and it's not the Star Wars opening theme. And I just remember sitting in my seat going, oh, ew, wait, what'd you do? Why are you changing? Now, I've since come to love the opening oh theme gosh, of Clone yes. Wars. But I was expecting, and this is always gets the expectation. I was expecting that John's Williams Star Wars opening fanfare blast, and didn't get that, and was from the from the get go. I don't want to say disappointed, but just like, oh wait, what have you guys gone and done to Star Wars here? And I ended up enjoying the movie and everything, but I just I just so remember that feeling when that fanfare hit, and it wasn't it wasn't my Star Wars. It was just like, uh oh, what's going on here? But have since come to grow and enjoy that, that that Clone Wars fanfare immensely. Then you fell in love with Stinky the Hutt. 
Well, uh, yeah, sure. I, 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 do, I do remember the early days, and I was like, I always found the um, fact of having a soaker around was really annoying to me. So, like, she's just getting in the way of trying to tell Anakin's I just couldn't, backstory. I just couldn't figure out how Anakin could not be a master, but he had a pad one, and that just, like, bothered me. So I didn't watch it at all until maybe... I think when they brought Maul back, that's when I started kind of watching. I think that's it. for me as well. I think that I think that might be when yeah. I, I I need to give this a bit of a go. Um, I did. So my I think yeah. that might be why I'm I, some of these episodes I, I don't remember as much, depending on where I came in the first time round. Because um, that that whole series about four four or five episodes all about um, Jedi Master Krell with the arms. I'm like I'm sure I would have remembered. A Jedi Knight with four arms. If um, if I'd watched this beforehand, but I could not remember any of it. But then parts of the story seemed familiar. But the only thing that I won't spoil too much for Ryan. But the only thing they don't seem to explain is, they get, as they do in a lot of these um, Clone Wars episodes, they go straight into the episode with the uh, the head nine blasting um, um, stuff. Uh, I couldn't work out why they were on this planet killing a load of um, <laughs> people in the first place. I was like, what are you doing? What, yeah, that is. What's this all about? I did notice that. Even me watching it chronologically, it seems like each episode, even back-to-back chronologically within the same battle storyline, is making jumps. And they're revealing things with, like, and the Empire Force is now taking over the place. And I was like, wait, when did that happen? I was like, did I miss an episode? Like, they're they're talking about this huge battle, and they just covered it in, like, an opening, I don't know if it would be an opening crawl, but, like, an opening narration. So they're taking jumps even in the same story. I'm not knocking it. I just find it funny, like it's like even telling in an animated story, they're glossing over big battles, and it's like here we are now in space, and I'm like, what did I miss? Well, I was so. thinking not to get boring, but I was thinking the whole. I know there's a war going on, but the whole sometimes some of the rationale of why are they on this planet, blowing things up, attacking things, or and, and sort of things is sort of kept out of the uh, the actual plot then what i couldn't work out here is it they, it starts with them on this planet and everybody's up there there's stuff going on all over the place and it's absolutely gorgeous this planet which i can't remember the name um that they're on and the most pr- prettiest planet i've ever seen because everything's sort of like dark it's a it's a completely always in always in the dark this uh, planet and all the sort of features are sort of luminous and uh, glowing and stuff it's absolutely gorgeous it's like watching um well, God, what's what's that um, film with the uh, with the motorbikes on the, in the game? Something can't remember. Um, Tron, Tron, Tron. That's it. It's like watching Tron not in cartoon form. It's absolutely. Were gorgeous. they on Felucia? No. no. The only thing they didn't explain is because there's no separatists on that planet. The only thing they didn't explain is why why are the the Republic there blowing things up, attack on these people? Um, I mean, they could have been separatists. It could have been, but I, I completely missed that bit. But it's very interesting also in that set of four or five episodes, they actually you get some of the clones, Rex, saying, you know, what's this war all for? Why are we doing this? What's it all about? Yeah. Sort of thing. Which, you know, you get you hear about a lot afterwards, but I didn't always pick up on it of clones questioning what the... Yeah, what it's kind of like from the beginning, they start like, like well, what, what are we doing here? Why are we, you know, we're just cannon fodder kind of thing, you know? And there's a whole lot about clones following orders and yeah. uh, and not obeying them, and whether they are actually programmed to follow orders in that thing. Because that's not just follow orders. Yeah, there's not a wishy-washy <laughs> where you could read it either way. Because you know, you know when obviously Order sixty six is uh, initiated, they've got like they've got no choice but to follow it. But then in this series of um, this particular story arc, you've got sort of um, some who are 
must follow orders and you've got some who are well we can't find orders that are bad orders sort of thing so i mean that brings on that whole debate about how programmed the uh the clones are in the first place sort of um thing which i found it quite interesting given what we know with the bad batch and everything else subsequently but at the time yeah, i, I really i really like that arc the krell arc that one, that one was a yeah, it's very good you've got some yeah. really good to look forward to it's right? like that's really like movie-esque like that you could actually watch that like as a movie like three episodes back to back because it's i think it's three episodes right it's about four i think it's four is it four yeah it's four yeah, it's it four yeah, that's what clone wars did very well when they had a group of episodes in a, in a big arc they were very good very good yeah. so you, you could watch them like a movie yeah clone that's... wars was famous for like a four episode trilogy yes they they would do that a lot they would always do that action but yeah there was there was uh some good storyline in that i seem to think there was something to him that it you were people were asking about what's going on why are they attacking the planet i think there was something to pong krell's motivations maybe not so much the 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 jedi or the republic or something but he had some motivations that he was he was hell-bent on war or hell-bent on just destruction (laughs) oh yeah sorry 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 sorry. yeah no spoilers for Ryan, but I have to say it is very, it is a very good arc. Yeah, it's Dexter. That's what I was thinking. The first thing I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, he's a Dexter, Dexter Jester. Dexter's cousin, yeah, I'm sure. Is it really? No, no. not his cousin, <laughs> but really? he's, he's, he's <laughs> he that. Looks, he's so again, Ryan, yeah. go watch it, Same and then we'll discuss too. the heck out of it. Yeah, I do have a t- couple questions about the series. Um, well, they're kind of like open-based. Well, the first one is, I got to say, when people kept saying season three is where it really takes off, that's where I'm at is season three, I got to say they're 100% right. Um, season three has been really doing great and I highly appreciate Ahsoka's redesign. I was never a big fan of her season one and two design. I was like, yeah, this just looks kind of weird. Um, but yeah, season three, the redesign, you know, where she's a little bit older, I think it's fantastic. Um, but like my question is, does she become a knight or is she a, a Padawan? I know that she, spoilers, I guess for people who are in my boat too, but I know at one point she leaves the order slash maybe kicked out or whatever, but, um, but at any point, does she get on her own and become a knight or is she always a Padawan up until, you know, she leaves the order? I think she's always a Padawan. I think she's always a Padawan. I think she, I think, I think her thing got cut off. She's got the, she, because she couldn't have a a braid of hair or whatever. She's got something attached to her. No, she was always a Padawan. She was always a Padawan. She never turned into, or she turned, she turns that in at the end then. Well, you're spoiling it for Ryan. (laughs) No, he knew (laughs) that. Like I said, I, I don't know how, I don't know how or why she leaves. I know the reasoning and stuff. Um, but yeah, again, that was just a real simple question. We don't have to go into depth about it. But I was wondering if we got to see her try. No, I don't but no, I, if she's, she's a Padawan the whole time. Yeah. Then. She leaves as That's a Padawan. So, That's interesting, yeah. though. Kind of is a, is a Padawan a, a Jedi? Because like, she always claims to be a Jedi, but she's technically just not. Well, so was Kanan. Kanan was a Padawan. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But and we, get, we got to see him as a Jedi because he was the only one, but the only one around pretty much. Um, yeah, but the question is, are you really a Jedi until you've actually, you know, passed your test, so to speak? Is Luke ever a Padawan? No. Well, <laughs> he also was like, I'm a master, and Yoda's like, no, you ain't. You ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. We do not recognize the, you, the title. Luke did the, Luke did the summer school Jedi training. <laughs> that is true, though, isn't it? But, yeah. I mean, that might be some of the sort of the downfall of the whole Jedi thing. You talk about the High Republic and that kind of stuff, is that getting to rigid and too um picky on things i suppose is probably their downfall in, in a lot of ways but their dogmatic narrow view of the jedi <laughs> exactly was well, another question ryan and then yeah the other thing was is more episode specific so i've actually been getting a lot behind asajj ventress i've been Deca, you know dooku jedi lost is oh, yeah, and the, yeah. the episodes really surround her um 
and what I found really strange was I'm on the episodes with Savage when he comes out. And at one point, Palpatine just straight up says, you're getting to Dooku. You're getting a little too close with Savage. She's getting too powerful. Um, I don't want she's not your apprentice. She is your assassin. But because I think she's a threat, I want you to kill Asajj Ventress. And Dooku's just straight up, yes, sir. And then he bombs her ship. And then that same episode, he goes to the Night Sisters, gets Savage, and he's like, we're going to team up and kill Palpatine. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was your plan the whole time. Why would you kill the much more powerful Asajj Ventress? Like, as far as the story, right? You know, as far as writing goes, I thought that was kind of poor, honestly. Where it's like, to be fair, she why does, like does it though. I'll push back on that because doesn't that him taking out a you know, following uh, Palpatine's orders, you got to get rid of her, okay? And goes and gets rid of her. He gains mm-hmm. trust. He gains Curry's favor and otherwise stays in his good graces and isn't suspected of anything. Goes out and gets Savage that now Palps doesn't know anything about to help train, mold, and otherwise uh, take him out, kind of thing or whatever. So uh, I I, I kind of think it does work because it helps him. I, I see what you're saying in terms of you throw Palpatine uh, out the set. Yeah, Asajj would have been so much more the 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 one to have by his side to try to take Palps out. Palps saying up, oh, she's too close, she's too strong, whatever. You got to get rid of her. Him going crap. All right, well I got to do that. Him doing that, like Ricky just said, yeah, throws off the scent, and and then he's you know he back in good graces. I mean, he could have just acted like because she's still alive, so they just think she's dead. They don't censor; they just think she's dead. And he could have done it anyway. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, look, I blew up the ship," and she could have just taken like an escape pod with the engines off and picked her up later. So that I mean, I understand we're building a story here, but I just thought that was weird. In the same episode, he's like, "Now we will kill Palpatine." I'm like, "Wait." You could have just done that before. Like, you're taking on a new person. You got to start from scratch. And again, I don't know much about Savage. I don't know where he ends up being as far as power. And they made him, you know, really strong here at the beginning. But I know eventually, as with every villain, it's lose and come back and fight another day. You know, that's yeah. Like you say, building a story, story. But yeah, I see. I see it as. I see it as that. That beholden to the Sith and beholden to your 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 um, your master and if your master says do this then you do it but yeah yeah trying to see it so yeah in, in so the same episode never, turning just, around yeah. yeah I could see where it wasn't very reliable to him though because she she did like mess up a lot yeah, she, yeah. a lot of the episodes she just ended up just running away blowing something up and getting away you know they had to she had to just cut out and didn't you know she failed, Dooku, or yeah. failed Dooku a number of times did, sure. but then on, on that point Dooku fails um Palps as well, so yeah, it, it, it's which awesome. is why he gets killed. <laughs> He's like, do it. Yes. Well, he needed yeah, to enjoy, dispatch yeah. him at that point, or else yeah. uh, he could have, you know, um, uh, turned snitch and 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 you know, uh, given up a, a whole lot of information right then and there to to everyone. It's it funny because yeah. uh, Palpatine tells him to kill him, and then he tells Anakin, "Oh, it's okay. You want it revenge? Like it was your idea to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Told, you just told him to." Yeah, Palpatine yeah. seems like the ultimate hypocrite, where he's like, don't be teaming up to fight me. I'll build Dooku up as my apprentice. And I'm also building up Anakin at the same time. Yeah. And I'm building up these <laughs> ones. And I have all these other ones. So it's like, you're not following the rule of tool at all. I mean, you may be no, stronger really than didn't. all of them. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely stronger than all of them, but he definitely had but isn't a he massive do- Isn't he doing that because he knows 
he's he's he knows that you don't want your apprentice to get too you know you want to build your apprentice up have him to do all your dirty work and all that sort of stuff but you don't want him to come too because they're eventually going to try to take you out so dooku gets to that point and you know he's quasi looking for his next one because but, he knows he's not going to keep dooku around his apprentice that. forever that's the point of the rule of two to to always have a master and an apprentice but yeah, but I think Palps is like he's he's done with that rule of two stuff in terms of the I'm not getting taken out by my apprentice. I know how that works. I I'm I um, benef- <laughs> yeah I benefited from it in a big big way, and I'm not going out like a punk. So he he constantly is yeah. like said, just looking, for, looking for his body. new apprentice. Yeah, constantly looking for his new apprentice, new apprentice to where he, he got to a point where he didn't have one and found a way to to be around forever. Type of type of thing. Yeah, I, I that's how I I kind of justify it, I guess, in, in my head. Yeah, yeah. He, he had yeah. The rule of I don't one. think he really cared for the rule of two. No, <laughs> him. He did when it benefited him for sure. But yeah, once once he once he took care of took care of his master. Ah, his rule of two was Palpatine and um, Sidious. That was his two. He was his own <laughs> apprentice. Well, I always find r- really uh, random in in the Clone Wars, in in a funny in a funny sort of amusing kind of way. Is sometimes when you've got like Anakin and Obi Wan, and you know, let's, let's say there's a hundred droids attacking them, and then they take them all out quickly in like space of like twenty seconds. And then you get another scene, another episode where they go into a room and there's like five droids, and then they have to surrender. And <laughs> just, yeah, that did happen quite a bit. Find it really strange when they, yeah. when they when they give up yeah. when they when they take them all out sometimes. Or like six pirates, and then they're like, oh, I guess they were just found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just seems completely arbitrary to me. Sometimes. Oh, and how, yeah, how you're mentioning Ventress kind of fails a lot. She takes on Obi Wan almost, you know, episodically. It's like you failed, failed against two of the most powerful Jedi at the current order. Like she's not failing against a bunch of Padawans. She unless I'm confusing it with Savage and yeah, yeah, she beat the both of them and then ran away. But she still straight up beat them down and then got away. So it's like live to fight another day. But she definitely she escaped because she beat the pants off of them. But like, she hey, definitely was she, like the no joke of the week for that show. You know, I'll get you next time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay, folks, so that's good. Uh, I'm excited for more. No, no, it's definitely it's definitely a a, a good run. Um, Clone Wars, and there's lots of it. That's good, and and I, I really enjoy my rewatch. And those must be the third, fourth time. I can't remember how many times I've gone through them, but uh, yeah, every time Ryan mentions the episode, I just go and watch it just so I can remember yeah. what happened. I tell, yeah, I, I tell you what's fun on. I'm not sure if it's like it's on the on the um, on the DVDs or not, but on Disney Plus you watch them. You get to the end, it's like still two minutes left. You're like, what, what what's it, what's this all about? And then you you forward it on. And you've got like all the uh, credits in different languages mm. to go through and stuff. <laughs> I got me the first time. I was like, it's just finished. How can there still be two minutes left of the episode? And then I quickly forward it. It's like all these different credits and languages, different languages and stuff. But even that's not consistent. You go to some episodes and, and it just finishes yeah. not long after the end of the episode. So I don't know what's going on there, but uh, it's funny. Okay, so. We're an hour in, and we haven't even got to the the second um, topic on the agenda, which is uh, the Book of Everfett trainers, which we've had since last time we were here. So, oh, okay. I know. Is that so, the one where he says, I am Boba Fett? Uh, I think it's <laughs> both of them. So I will quickly share. Okay, here we go. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. 
know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Java ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you? Taking what we want. If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. And I'll quickly play the second one because it's pretty much the same thing and it's very quick and short. So let's that one. I am Boba Fett. Left for dead on the sands of Tatooine. Jabba ruled with fear. Tend to rule with respect. The Book of Boba Fett, streaming December 29th on Disney Plus. You got it. It goes a bit like that anyway. Do you want to scrub through it? Uh, have you guys seen uh, people pointing out uh, the scene with the Twi'leks? That there's a gentleman that walks behind them, and if you pause it right when he gets in between them, um, you might recognize him. Did we see I it? did not notice. I, I've heard something about that somewhere, but I can't for the life of me remember who it is. I'm not a fan of those aliens at the table. I think they look kind of wonky. But pretty, um, but Star Trek y. Yeah. Especially the one that looks like a dog. The, the Trandoshans. Yeah, you know, they look kind of it's weird. The Trandoshans look kind of odd. Their eyes. Oh, it's that Trandoshan. It is. Not, they are. Those two, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know they can regrow the limbs? Oh. <laughs> Do we get an Efont Mon? Efont Mon? There it is. Oh, go, go scrub just another couple frames. I shall try. Back or forth? One more frame. Uh, forward, forward, forward. Sorry. Forward. Not, not that guy. Oh, there. Oh, there. Oh, right, right. What? I don't know. Obi Wan. So yeah, when he gets in between them, that's that's some speculation that's out there. There's definitely a case to be that's... made. Definitely a case that but could be made. But this is Although, after the movies. Yeah. So I, as soon as I said that, I, I had it... that same sort of thought that unless this is a flashback. Flashback. Yeah. This Remember season one, Mando was all flashback. Does not have a case to be made because yeah, the timeline is totally right off. Time, is it? No. Yeah, no, it's off. So yeah, all right, never mind. <laughs> I mean, it could be a flashback. <laughs> but right, from a flashback standpoint, that'd yeah, be kind of cool. But yeah, that could be a flashback. It, and then I also, in hearing Fennec saying, if you said that Jabba would have fed you to the menagerie, how does Fennec know anything about Jabba? Now, granted, Jabba was you know feared and, and known a lot, but uh, just when mm-hmm. hearing her say that it makes me go, wait a minute, where, who, what does she know? But if she was a bounty hunter all this time, that speaks volumes to the her being a droid kind of thing, or whatever. You know, how how does she? Because she's not old enough. Boba is, but she's not old enough to know of Jabba feeding. Yes, she is. She was in Bad Batch. She was around back then. 
Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, bad, bad. she she looked pretty young. Yeah, revenge. I mean, Ezra knew who uh, Jabba was. He used to tell people he was Jabba. Jabba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's the leader of the hut. So I think everyone kind of knew of what he did and that he feeds yeah. people and don't mess around with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so weird. They Ezra didn't say would know of, know of Jabba in in name of like knowing of Don Corleone or, or, or you know knowing about him in name that he was. But what do you know of of? She kind of spoke like she knew the intricacies of how Jabba worked. That she would you know if you said such things to him, well, he'd no, feed he, you to I mean, his menagerie. I mean, Boba you're did. right, but it might just be that Boba's just updated her on that before they yeah. joined up or when they turned up there you could just say mm -hmm. oh, you know Jabba would Jabba used to do this that and the other thing and she just knows that information might not come from her first hand knowledge um, I mean if, I, I, yeah, I get sure that in terms of explaining it away stories. but I, I don't know if I anyway so yeah we'll find out the the other takeaway in all this is is uh, you hear the t stinger at the end about Book of Boba Fett uh, coming uh, December 29th or whatever and I look at the corner of my computer and see oh we got like 20 some days and yeah, 24 days so yeah, yeah wicked excited to see you know what's kind of Wednesday, Wednesday that is isn't it yeah Wednesday. you yeah, know what's the, the finale of Mando um with you know um you know Luke showing up and stuff wouldn't Boba want revenge on Luke <laughs> oh yeah I definitely have had that thought and we've had that conversation <laughs> that Boba had to not be around in that scene because yeah. the, the, there has there's potentially some animosity or something not that he knew who Luke was at the time or that Luke uh, did. did anything to but okay so is he and there's the whole Mandalorian Jedi thing or whatever that yeah what's what's if Boba Fett and Luke um are in the same room together whatever what's the animosity there and would Luke have any I don't know that Luke would he might because he knew Boba Fett yeah he knew Boba Fett was yeah. trying to take so care of Han or did he know what what did he know what does Luke know about he just knows that that guy's shooting at him yeah. and so is trying to why would Boba Fett have any any beef over with Luke compared to anybody else in the whole universe? Luke, uh, Boba Fett is the one who revealed to Vader who Luke Skywalker was. Oh, we had this discussion. But Luke That's was right. blinded. Yeah, yeah, we had that last month. But, I mean, Luke still doesn't... He, he probably only... I'd be surprised if he really know Boba at all. I mean, Luke really isn't invested in the news of the galaxy. He's been right. doing his own thing kind of the whole time. So he probably really doesn't give a care who Boba Fett is, I think. But Boba Fett definitely knows who Luke is. And I think he's got more of a beef with Han anyway. So Yes. Yeah, I can understand Han and, Luke, and, and Lando. sort of uh, stuff. But Luke, I just can't see why he would have any kind of... Uh... This seems... And but this seems like it's really going to be the book of Boba Fett and, and telling his story. Do we think we get anything related to Han and Boba? story or is that saved for being told if they ever do anything again with han is this like going to be a power vacuum kind of story yeah it seems like and yeah. and not really have to do you know care or fill in anything or tell us anything with regards to han i kind of think it think it's going to be that vacuum vacuum story after the well, he seems to have. We'll become quite clear, I suppose, after the first episode, won't it? But um, I, I get a feeling that he seems to have come from the Sarlacc mm. pit instant as a changed man of sorts. Maybe. So yeah, because even I like in Clone think Wars, that past stuff is going to be of any issue. Any in interest. Clone Wars, as a kid, he just wanted revenge on the Jedi. He didn't, you know, he was just like he hated them all, you know, for his dad, you know, getting killed. But well, yeah, yeah that would speak why he's after Luke and wouldn't want any part of somewhere along the way that changed for him, I guess. And we haven't seen that or why wouldn't want any part of Luke what, or Grogu if he knew what Grogu was all about, if he knew what the Mandalorian was doing. Yeah. But he did. He said he had, I'll help you with the kid or something. But maybe 
I got to rewatch a Mandalorian. You know, how much does he know about what Grogu is and what the Mando is trying to do and, and reunite him with his kind? Is that all he says? Or does he say reunite him with a Jedi? Because if he says that, Boba should be like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to on this. I think, I think he's a changed man from the Sonic bit. I don't think it's the same person as before. I think I think being stuck in somebody's stomach for two or three years does that to people. Maybe there's going to be an episode where they're just in the stomach of the Sarlacc and he's meeting a, a Jedi down there. <laughs> he has a conversation. <laughs> so the trailer really gives nothing. Yeah. The trailer really gives nothing about what's the show to expect in the show other than he might be a yeah. crime boss. That's fine. I'm going in with open expectations. I'm not overly excited for it. I just want to see what happens in the first episode to blow the doors open. So it looks beautiful. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, it definitely looks, it looks gorgeous. I did have one thought in watching it that I wondered, I worried if some Boba Fett fans might get disappointed because he's not going to be the Boba Fett that they thought or wanted him to be. Because doesn't he say something in this trailer about, um, I'm, not a bounty I, I'm not a bounty hunter? You know, yeah. that that uh, I, not that they're trying to do the subverting expectations kind of thing or whatever, but are they telling some story? that is in a different timeline so it's going to i just i think there's a slight potential i'd had you had had you a little bit of a bet that you know they might upset some we're gonna boba get a fat fans because they're not gonna fashion. get what they they're not gonna get what they want well we don't need that i mean expectations we've had yeah and that's exactly where it is ryan expectations we've Chuck them at the door just enjoy everything it just just enjoy a story being told to you, man, and it's going to be awesome. I think we got all our sort of Boba Fett hits from the Mandalorian show, didn't we? Really, yeah. and that's what we were expecting from Boba Fett. And so, if they just if just came in on did the same old thing, it'd be just Mandalorian point two, wouldn't it? So, think, the scene yeah. you have frozen here, or whatever, that, that we think that would be all practical, or some of that void. Like there's people, you know, fuzzy in the background. So I think they're legit there, whatever. You would think the backdrop then would be the be painted to be the void, or is the void for more open, expansive stuff? Universe. I mean the volume. Sorry, the volume. The volume. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. The volume. I mean that's pretty. Oh, I have to say I've been foiled, um, fooled by a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I oh know. yeah, the outside scenes well, are they gorgeous. Do... The colors, it's it is it is be- going to be beautiful to watch. Mm. Uh, usually it's mixed. You know, even when they showed it. For when they're outside, they'll do you know the foreground like, rocks, but the background. So the walls aliens, could be the volume. These aliens look and like the they got CGI could pieces. Be practical. It didn't seem like it to me. Yeah, no, he he looks because the, the CGI. The way they spoke was were practical. I don't know. Not the guy at the end. I don't know who what kind of alien that guy at the end is. But yeah, the one that looks like uh, uh what's his? Name? <laughs> he looks like Jeepers Creepers to me. Like every time I. He does, he does look like a new alien, right? Uh, or new yeah. new breed, new uh, species. I don't think we were... I was thinking it was like those uh, guys from um, the Black Sun, right? Is that what they were called? No, I thought are they were the Zago. Are these vein... Oh, they, were, they were the horned, whatever. Are they his real veins? Or are they being stuck on for... As in, they veins the or they um, scratches or something on his... Those, those are scars. The scars. Yeah, those scars. are scars. I mean, they're not his scars. I mean, they're actually put on. He's asking, are they Tem scars or are they Boba Boba scars? Mm, Probably Boba scars. I don't think he... Because it could be either, couldn't it? it, I'm not sure if he's got scars in real life. Well, plus, if you compare to what he looked like in the Mando, Mm -hmm. uh, the Mandalorian episode reveal or whatever, yeah, he's definitely Mm -hmm. definitely, um, spent some back to time. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you would think he would have been, had that tan walking around with no helmet, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he would have had the helmet on when he fell into the Well, pit. but if he was Tuscan, if he was Tuscan cloaked, oh, uh, we tu- you know, yeah. hidden, hiding, hiding in that, that would be what kept him out of the sun. So hopefully, I'm sure they're aware of it and will explain it to us. 
excited for him too. Yeah, I, I want to know how he got out and what he was doing at you know up until the point we see him in Mando. That, that's interesting. Yeah, I want to see the escape. And especially as he falls into the Sarlacc pit with all this stuff on, and yet somehow manages to lose that. So does like he get half digested? He can't get half digested, and and, and the and the Sarlacc thing spit. Out Maybe his. when the Sarlacc burped, it like um, you know, his armor flew off. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's pretty. Well, in, leg- in Legends, yeah, in Legends, he just escapes. I mean, there's some dudes stuck to the wall for like a hundred years. It's actually relatively good. He escapes fully with his armor. But he just takes it all off because it's kind of, he's got like acid damage and he doesn't want to be carrying it through the desert. So he literally just takes it off and that leads to Cobb Vamp pretty much finding it. So most likely he just and again, but that would be weird actually now that I think about it because it's his father's and he just yeah that, right that's gonna desert. be really hard to, to to square because right with the whole Mandalorian thing and then his father's and the chinko and hunting it and and wanting it back and willing to do anything for well, it cause all that sort of stuff yeah that's. Also, thinking on the same code, he willingly blew up his father's helmet in Clone Wars. So you can't really say that he cares about the armor when he willingly blew up the most important piece, the most recognizable piece. He just, you know, tried to kill all these Jedi by putting a bomb in it. So really, the only original piece that he has is an armband and a chest piece, maybe. Maybe the knee rockets. Hmm. The most noticeable piece has been blown to pieces. So realistically, he doesn't care about the armor. He's willing to use it as a bomb. That's true. Well, Interesting. So that's, that that is his dad's armor. He just paints it, paints it his color, his green colors. I don't know. Well, at least the wristband. He picks up the head. Yeah, the head wasn't in the helmet anymore. Picks up the head from Attack of the Clones. So. Brian, yeah, if the, you, head, if the head flies out. Thing, you can yeah, see the, the head, head fall out. out of the helmet. There's yeah, the flies out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw on. That's the that's the director's cut. We need that 4K release. I saw on as as the the rabbit hole that YouTube is. When I was flicking through some random Star Wars stuff, I got onto that this chap who goes on about Star Wars explained in quotes sort of thing, uh, and he was saying that deleted scenes, one of the deleted scenes from uh, Attack of the Clones, was it was going to be more graphic, um, Mace Window um, against um, Django Effect. And he was going to chop off his arms and legs and then his head at the end, apparently, but they cut that out because they thought it was a bit too dang, vicious. Yeah, yeah, that's a- yeah. It's and uh, yeah, he didn't need to do all that. Yeah, I mean the head does also, break, doesn't it? But they uh, also cut out the scene with Insync. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bad one. I'd love to. They're in the musical number. They're in the background. Yeah, I don't know if they ever explained that symbol that that he always had on his uh, armor. I was just, just thinking, it's just it looks like New Zealand um, flag. Um, it's a, no, it it wouldn't be because it it's been on there since seventy seven, so or eighty, I guess. I don't know. Seventy seven? No, nineteen eighty. Eighty. I always wonder how his um, cape didn't catch on fire with the jetpack. I don't even see him wearing one. No. It's the Beskar. The Beskar cape. And why does he have bullets? Yeah, it's Beskar family. Or maybe those are his rockets. The the thing with Mando when I was rewatching it again, like they shot that rocket like three times. Like where did they get the refills? <laughs> like he can't just go and. Yeah, uh, I said know. that. Oh, didn't I? Well, well you got to figure he's got. You've got armor. You've got your supplies for. Uh, yeah, but your ammo. It, yeah, but you got your ammo stash somewhere. It's not like he did it twice in a row and you didn't see him restock it. He could have gone to his you ammo. You see pouch. Yeah, maybe yeah. Just that's the magic of pouches. <laughs> he had a big rocket in his pouch. <laughs> maybe hey, yeah. Look at it. He's got pouches on his belt. Yeah, does, there you yeah. go. Yeah, could be more than one rocket maybe there. Maybe it push one out and then pushes out the other one perhaps. I don't know. I think yeah, we are going to see him do all his little gadgets and tricks, though. With his it's content. movie magic. We're not yeah. supposed to yeah, mention because it. That's what everyone wants to see, is refilling ammo in Star Wars. <laughs> so we're going to watch people yeah. recharging their lightsabers, 
We have all this action. We'll do a cutaway of them sitting in the room, texting each other. Like I'm just waiting for my. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if, if have that's like the beginning. Boba Fett of buying like rockets. The intro music. If he's just gearing up, that'd be cool. Like a Rambo kind of thing. He's putting. Oh room. yeah, I would be hot all shots. for that. A gear up. Yeah. Honestly, a bit like Hot Shots Part Two. He picks up some sort of armor, <laughs> puts it in his uh, bow, and uh, fires it at somebody. So what? What do we? We pick? need we need a training montage. That's for sure. A mole. <laughs> Some mole on his face as well. So, what do we think? What do we think we're going to get from this seven episode arc? I mean, not what we want to happen. Well, okay. What do we think we're going to get from it? Do, how about uh, I'll, I'll ask a question. Do you think we get closure? Do we think we get a seven episode arc and 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 it's open ended that we might get more Boba, or is it gonna gonna tie up loose ends or otherwise be concise mm-hmm. and and okay, we got that story. I think it's going to be some. I think it's going to be a, a heavier element of closure to it, but not. I open. wonder, like, will we see the end of Boba Fett, or will it be left open to tell more stories on Boba Fett? Yeah, see, I see both ways. I'm, I'm with Steven in terms of I see a heavy dose of closure to to give us some Boba Fett or something, but then I also see mm, open ended and let you tell some more chapters, some more books, of, or some more chapters of of this book. It's yeah, it will heavily conclude the thrust of the story for this arc shall we say but yes i don't think it's going to end with him dead i don't think it's going to end with him dead but i think it no, will answer all the questions and and bring a heavy dose of closure by the end of the arc but still if they really wanted to you could have more but they call it the book of boba fett yeah. so I mean, a book has a start and an end so i you kind of think that sort of in itself sort of implies that this is all going to be one book and that's going to be the bulk of it is going to be the in book this. also has chapters because uh, yeah. you know phase two uh, <laughs> yeah and books can also come in series so don't count on that too heavily yeah. oh, but like do yeah <laughs> well <laughs> it, it, i mean it really it can't be that they would want to see the success of it to see if they want to tell more story they they, no, they gotta no. know it's going to be successful plus they have a content machine now that needs new content that to generate uh, you know subscribers or otherwise just maintain some freshness or whatever so uh, that swings the pendulum towards the open-ended side of things because it would allow them so, you know to come up with a new slate and tell another some more boba se- uh, well, I mean, boba if, stories do you, do you think he's gonna like clean up tatooine and make it a little safer or do you think he's going to continue doing the illegal stuff that you know, Jabba was doing. Like, is he going to be a spice, you know, kingpin? And he going to have, you know, Poe Dameron show up and join his crew? I think they may try to make him know? a little good. Yeah, he wants to rule with fear versus no, rule with respect. So, yeah, what's the rule with respect going to do? A little good. Hmm. So maybe he cleans the statue and so then it's not a problem for the galaxy, you know, trying to rebuild. Yeah, I think it's going to be something like the Boba Fett Rehabilitation Tour, from what it sounds like. You know, the whole, I'm not a bounty hunter, and yes. let's rule with respect rather than fear kind of thing. Yes, and make him make him a uh, qu- uh, not a good guy, but right, not the yeah the rehabilitation tour. That's a good call. A yeah. yeah, Boba 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 Fett rehabilitation center. And, and, and that's where I fear it might alienate. You know that there's the potential. Again, I don't believe they're trying to subvert uh, expectations, but they I there's part of me that thinks they have the potential to alienate some some Boba Fett fans because he's not going to be what they wanted him or thought him to be he's going to be the anti-hero pretty much yeah, yeah. i think he's yeah. going to do stuff that maybe did be a hero do but like on the edge you know hmm. yeah he's, he's going to cross the line a couple of times probably you know so 
should be should be good. I'm 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 excited. Something new Star Wars always look you know look forward to. Yeah. We should we should not complain, should we? New Star Wars mm. is uh, new Star Wars. I'm I'm still sharing that. And screen. it's Boba Fett. I mean, how long have people wanted to see more? You know, with Boba Fett, and it's Tamora. Yeah. So it's, you get that prequel hit, and you get old fashioned OT trilogy with Tatooine scenes and yeah. Jabba's palace and all that stuff. And it's going to be good. Exactly. And and this brings a lot of dimension to him, which is a which is a good thing because you know we've only ever seen him, we've only ever gotten glimpses of who he actually is. So I think this is going to be good though. Yeah. To kind of see that. Yeah, that, you, talk, um, you say on screen. We we don't we don't apart from the bits in the Clone Wars as a child, and then the bits actually in the films. You, you don't really know that much yeah, about his motivation, anyway. So you could. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. a minute and twenty seconds screen time or something. I forget what it, his screen time is. Very very small. We do have a lot of uh, story. We uh, knowledge of Boba Fett from from him being a kid, so to speak. And thankfully, Filoni's involved with all that, so he's going to have to, you know, he's going to make sure that whatever they do squares or otherwise works for what we know of Boba Fett with um, Aura Singh and his motivations yeah. against the Jedi. Like Ryan said, you know, blowing up his dad's helmet, trying to kill Jedi, being a thing, whatever. So, yeah, the, hopefully they don't subvert any of that. They don't gloss over any of that. They don't uh, counter any of that, that they, with Filoni being involved, they're going to be aware of all of that and make it yeah. make anything they do or say work. Yeah, exactly. he, he basically interacted with everybody throughout his. I mean, even Ventress, he was teamed up with, you know, her, like, and uh, what's his name? Uh, the Trandoshan guy. Skier. Yeah, you know, Boss. Gear. Yeah, Boss. That's Gear. He teamed up with Ventress. Oh, they're best friends. Man. Yeah, in the, uh, the, what do you call it? The Dark Disciple book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, did they do a job on Clone Wars together? Ventress and uh, Boba's crew? And Aura Singh? Or Boba and Aura. You think an Aura? It's Aura Singh, yeah. Definitely the Aura. Antenna. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely Aura Singh, but I don't remember Boba and and. Yes, um, she does. Ventress. I remember because she double crosses him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so he's been around. He knows it. I wonder if Rex is going to show up in the show since you have tomorrow, anyways. I know they only got seven episodes. I'm not sure it's going to turn into the the Mando. You, you don't think it's going to be like guest of the episode, like uh, Mando is guest of the, guest star. Of the Get week. that double paycheck. <laughs> it's like I'm playing twenty clones. <laughs> Wait, if yeah. Rex shows up, wait, my mind's. If Rex shows up, that's his. Looks like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's it's not his dad, but it just looks like him. But does he know what his dad looks like? He does. He was old enough to be self aware like, to know what his looks dad like looks like. <laughs> He's a clone. He looks yeah, like his he's dad. Like he's nine. <laughs> We've not really seen any sort of live action, sort of multiple clone things ever, apart from the little bits in Attack of the Clone. I know we've seen little bits of it, but not, we haven't seen a lot of it, have we, in, in real action sort of stuff, the clones. No. So it'd be quite, that'd be quite interesting, quite fun to How's see. The t- yeah, he's the perfect age to do it. Yeah. I mean, this is probably one of the last opportunities. We're going to be morbid about it. You know, you don't get a huge amount of opportunities to do these kind of uh, multiple personalities with the same actor, are you? So, uh, Now's a good time. You're going to do it. You might as well do it now, I think. Um, yeah, so. I'm, I'm, yeah, he was like not in anything for a while, and then he showed up in Aquaman, and now he's back in Star Wars. Like, I'm, I'm, I really like Tomorrow Morrison. When he got announced to be uh, uh, Jango Fett, I was, I was super excited for episode two, which is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, but I'm weird. So, <laughs> so is, he, is he in real life? Has he actually got hair now? Was he actually bald as well? Uh, I don't know. I would say, say, I don't know, isn't he bald in all his roles? Even in Aquaman, he's bald. Is he bald in Aquaman? I can't, I can't remember. I thought he uh, wore like a hat or something. Mm. Or like a, I think he's just shaved. Oh, yeah, like that little beanie on or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Right, okay. So should we wrap up the... Uh, no, let's talk about his hat more. 
<laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so we're probably next month probably be uh, we'll probably have to do a half half Bobo and a bit of half High Republic because all the High Republic stuff will be out come next month anyway. Next time, so uh, we're gonna. So I'm gonna. We're gonna have fun with skipping the comics. We're yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have on-screen Star Wars uh, to talk about, and and you think we're gonna spend time on some way out there book? (laughs) 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 I'm not discounting Ryan. I'm not discounting what you guys do. You know your involvement or whatever. But I'm just I'm teasing and making fun a little bit about the. the Oh, we aren't fans, huh? <laughs> we we are one, remember. We are uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that legit. No, don't don't even start doing it or singing again. But that legit was in my head for like the next couple of days. Yeah, it's still in my head every day. That's it it definitely crazy. has yeah. a um. It's the earworm. Um, if, if yeah, it little... definitely is an earworm. Like like a, we are not we are the world. What's the, what the, we're a small or it's a small world. Yeah. It definitely it definitely hit that hit that mark. If you if you if you live in the High Republic and like like myself and Ryan and uh, I think Ricky as well reading yeah. the comics and that kind of stuff you can't I can't now look at anything and not hear that song in my head so um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's hey, just Stephen can you pull up the video for uh, Last Christmas by Wham for Marie no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> please do not do that oh my god right so let's all right so let's so um, we'll do a bit of a mixture of Star Wars at Christmas and Star Wars questions then for the last. Uh, half hour and stuff does anybody want to put your hand up or whatever stick stick out and talk about your favorite star wars christmasy ornaments or something i can go one of my best always gifts i got for christmas was uh, my mom bought me and this wasn't like when i was a kid this was like when i was like 20 something um my mom got me my force effects um darth vader lightsaber replica one of the master replica one and it's i love that i still have it it's on my wall it like mounts and like it's so heavy but it's it's getting worn down where like the rubber on the hilt is getting kind of uh you know kind of messed up there. But yeah, I was I was it's kind of a special year for Christmas that year because I was planning on proposing to my, my wife. So I mean I got the lightsaber and then you know I got down the knee and then I you know did the ring. So it was it was a good Christmas that year. So I mean I, I always like getting uh, Star Wars stuff on Christmas. But was... so you just actually I'm just saying that lightsabers like every, almost every sinner I get another question to think of think of think of about lightsabers and I can't believe there's so many questions about lightsabers. But just thinking about the um the crystal and the kyber crystal inside does that not run out of juice ever? If not, if they sort I don't of um, think so. It's not. No, it's not a battery. The battery is the battery. The kyber crystal is helps. It's pretty much the blade. But do you need they it? Do they need the energy? Right. They need an energy source. Yes. They need, they need the kyber crystal. Because everything I've ever read about lightsabers seem to talk seems to talk about like having a battery. Hmm. I'm just wondering if you use a lot yeah. of it and like, you. They just it. have a really good technology. Yeah. How would that work? Because what if you're in the middle of fighting and it like. Oh, I should have bought Duracell. You know, like, what's, how does that work? I'm just wondering. every <laughs> And then Ray's, uh, you know, and Luke's lightsaber was just sitting there in Maz's, you know, antiquities, and it still worked. I mean, yeah, you never get that many batteries here, do you? you get well, it's a, you know, it's just like the same thing as stormtroopers running out of, stormtroopers running out of ammo. I mean, nobody wants to see it. <laughs> then what's the it's in the Legends though, book. It's not... And this hmm. is the kind of question that probably make him run roll his eyes. I make it in the background <laughs> there. But this is the kind of question I want. To, I would like to ask Ron. I mean, what is? Do you think the kyber crystal is a battery? 
or do they run out of juice? Do they ever run out of juice? What's wrong thing? Yeah, so, right, the kyber crystal, is that the energy source? There's something to real world where people think crystals and rocks have an energy. Uh, you know, you put this whatever in your room and it puts off this this positive energy and all that. So, right, does the, does the crystal provide the energy, have the energy? Or is there some energy source inside the lightsaber that's that's um, you know like we real world think it flashes something through the crystal and, and is is making the beam? I, I never give it any thought. I just know lightsabers work, and and um, stormtroopers have plenty of ammo. You know <laughs> that yeah the, the minutia of of that aspect of it not not just, okay, they great. work. The yeah, they just are... work. It was supposed to supposedly was a renewable was just like a renewable energy source project according to Galen Urso. So he thought he was working on like energy for the galaxy. That so was like, so was so was the uh, Death Star the first um, sort of net neutral so carbon <laughs> neutral carbon neutral um, thing yeah. in Star Wars universe. So if you needed something to power that, that kind of doesn't make any sense because he was working with the crystals as the power. You can still use coaxium. Mm-hmm. Just it had to have something to drive around because apparently it had engines and the ability to hit light speed, which I never squares with me. Yeah. Yeah, the Death Star. Was, oh, we're going to get into that conversation. <laughs> the mass of that <laughs> thing used, getting to the speed of light and then slowing down. I mean, they used the kyber crystals for the laser. Yeah, they didn't use right. it. Yeah, 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 use yeah, it. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Well, we'll come back to that another time, I suppose. I'm sure that will. Can you get a gun with a kyber crystal? That'd be kind of cool. Shoots out little mini sabers. Thing. I think you can. Well, well isn't there? Doesn't Kanan have that? Ezra did, but it was like a plasma gun on the bottom. Okay. Well, that's I interesting. Heard about it, but I don't so know what, anything about it. What did the Death Star need a kyber crystal for in order to make a big giant laser blast? If the stormtroopers' guns are making laser blasts, you know, if pistols and and and, and blasters at your side, kid, if they're able to make a laser blast to shoot, what's the whole kyber crystal for the Death Star thing? needed well, it's something, it something about focusing the energy wasn't it it's about focus it was basically like a lightsaber yeah. getting turned it makes off it and super on. hot super dense that's why it's that's why it's You're stronger than a, a blast right? And, and right right if you shot a big giant laser blast at a planet it's just it's not going to do anything but if you have the kyber crystals that has the energy to do whatever it does for a lightsaber and you focus that in some sort of shooting uh, type of thing or whatever that's how it destroys a planet because often wondered why the planet i mean it was george and it was 77 76 you had to do it but you know why the planet mm. instantly <laughs> explodes what is the well, is what is a, the catalyst that's making it instantly explode versus what do we see later in the, the sequel mm. trilogy where it like sort of blows apart the planet you see part of it start to do that was the star killer base so that was different technology mm. right so that's why it sort of oh, hits yeah. the planet and sort of takes part of it out and then it explodes explodes into pieces it doesn't go it was, a, it was a planet full of like all crystals, though. So, right because wasn't that supposed to be ilum so maybe that's what made it explode more is that yeah. what we see or maybe i'm thinking of but the death star doesn't star killer blaze it's like a ray right well yeah with the kyber crystal is it a big giant lightsaber basically thing that's like visions that can extend into infinity yeah I did <laughs> and then it just goes again. to that it just goes to alderaan and so, yeah, and then they turn it off and it retracts. And it retracts. So it literally blows up Alderaan in like a second, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Never, never cared for that. But yet, when they used it, at, was it half power on Jeddah, wasn't it? 
Yeah. 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 There's definitely a line in there. Yeah. We we just want to make a a, a statement or whatever, not a manifesto or something like that. Yeah. You just used one reactor. Yeah. Just one reactor. So there, that answers our question. The react, the Kyber crystal is not the energy Mm -hmm. source. The reactor is the reactor is what makes it have the power of the energy. Um, the kyber crystal is necessary for some other reason. So then that extrapolates that lightsabers have their own power source, not the crystal. That would suck to like, find Darth Maul and then your saber like go because <laughs> your battery runs out. They have well, a, they have a reactor. And... I don't know if you guys read the the Shatterpoint book. It's from Legends now, but Shatterpoint. One of you the know, reasons I didn't like that book. Did it was all about Mace Windu, but his <laughs> probably not. I'm gonna guess no. But <laughs> the majority of that book is his light a majority of the book is his lightsaber being dead like it dies during battle and he tries to reflect a bolt and the bolt goes straight through his blade and strikes oh. someone else and kills like a dignitary or something and i and honestly i hate that trope i hate you know oh my powers are weakening you know spider-man i can't use my spider sense it, i it just annoys me that it's just a common thing so it's one of the reasons i didn't like shatterpoint but it made it basically that's you know it's legends now but they made it that like part of the story was his lightsaber died because it was art it was ended up one else taking the charge away killing it but i mean i'm sure maybe it's a shake light they just have to shake it a bunch and it recharges is the power <laughs> crank it is the power source in the lightsaber essentially the force you're using the force to channel the kyber crystal to create power and to harness it and that kind of stuff what do we learn in visions? Well, I don't know how visions can. Yeah, just yeah there was some, there was some, there was some tuning, or there was something to, the, or that was that the color, or the strength the of color. the blade. The, the, the color was tied to the person in length. But there was, yeah, there was something to the the strength of it that as you got better in the, using it, or there was, the dad tells the girl something, or the builder of the th- lightsabers tells her something. Well, yeah, because it was. You, well, it we was know that the, the kyber crystal is just maybe gives us its power, gives us its strength. And there's a focusing yes, crystal yes, because you're able it. to adjust the length of any saber. Yeah, there's a, a little knob. Yeah, because sabers can be short like Yoda or they can be long like a staff. So you think, so yeah, yeah, so there might be like a, a Duracell battery in there as well. And that's just then the kyber crystal really, yeah. Uh, Maybe they're solar powered. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> battle, there's, absolutely, there's absolutely a battery. Remember when we uh, posted the mall saber? There was oh, batteries yeah. inside there's that. There's a battery now. Power source. I can't remember where I've seen a, light, a lightsaber schematic. It must have. It might have been in one of the um in one of the behind the scenes books. But I think there's a battery. There's always like a battery in there. I'm just trying to look out. Of course, because I googled lightsaber and battery. Of course, you get all the uh, toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna get all the toys. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I I'm need. I'm 100. I'm 100% positive there's batteries in every saber. I'm not anybody, of, there's a did anybody else ever get a and the crystal is more of a focusing for... and remember that's the strongest part of the force because it ties in with the user and kind of decides its color and scale did anybody else get a lightsaber yeah, anybody, for christmas ever? anybody else want to talk about christmas um star wars um my christmas when i was a kid so um my mom was a bit of a tomboy and collected baseball cards. I think I've told the story, but anyway, you know, had Mickey Mantle cards, all this sort of stuff or whatever. Um, somewhere when she, they move, she's a teenager and then they get pitched out and, um, you know, she had Mickey Mantle rookie cards and all that sort of stuff. Somewhere as I'm a kid, so 77 or 78, I'm guessing 78. Cause I don't know if they had, I don't remember if they had them, or what they had that Christmas. I didn't think they had much, or maybe they did, but somewhere, 77 or 78, I got a full box 
of Star Wars uh, cards, trading cards, the Blue Series Star Wars trading cards, a complete box of them with the wax pack and the candy gum and everything. And that was just the best. I thought I had the, the you know, because I had I ended up with um, uh, multiple complete sets scads of doubles to trade with all my friends and everything because you know star wars would be a thing and and i thought i had the the, the greatest collectible ever because not that i was equating them with baseball cards but i was just like well these cards and these complete sets these are going to be awesome you know I, I don't know if i was thinking years down the line but i just i just was thinking that they were collectible because i knew about this baseball card collectability or or aspect of whatever and, it, and it's, it's it's i find it very ironic because here you know 40 some plus years later or whatever that they really don't command a lot they, they mass produced those cards in such epic quantities and everyone collected them and saved them or whatever that they really don't have much collectible value to them other than my sentimental aspect of it but i just remember that christmas being so awesome because it was a full it had to be a, a salty uh, penny for my parents at the time or whatever but i just remember it being a complete full box of those cards of, of those packs being just the, that was my yeah. best star wars christmas so you get your so collecting cool. um from your mom then right she started um <laughs> kind of just my my to my wife chagrin me yeah, my hoarding aspect of wanting to keep everything because i think it might have something to it later kind of thing right. whatever yeah that story of 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 stuff getting tossed when they moved or something like that or whatever has always sort of s sat with me that is just like oh no you can't get rid of that it might it might and it might it's like all right yeah we got to get rid of this because we don't need it anymore we haven't used it in forever you know those types of things it was like all right yeah yeah, yeah we can we can so yeah it, she, she wasn't a collector per se or whatever but that story of those things that are now collectible <clears throat> getting tossed unceremoniously you know that was a part of her childhood or part of part of who she was um yeah that that definitely rings true with me and and and, and i think helps to describe uh, my collecting nature and, and holding on to things like i do but yeah that was an awesome christmas that was that was the best. were they like oh like a, a new hope card like so four <clears throat> yeah oh yeah they, like and that, they had yeah, so, yeah it was that blue series would it go blue yellow green red i think and then orange um but yeah that blue series uh 66 cards and checklist i think luke uh, in stormtrooper outfits the first card and yeah they were they were they were a big 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 deal and and I think I ended up with like four, if I remember correct, I still have them. I gotta go dig this out. I think I ended up with like four complete sets, and a third that was almost a complete, and scads of doubles. And could never forget the doubles to uh, to to make that fourth set or something, or or I did to make a fourth set. I don't remember now the particulars of it. But yeah, th that was the other thing I, that I really appreciated about it. And and to to this era, of kids or whatever. Again, the movies came out and, you know, you, you didn't see it again. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have the opportunity for the longest time unless you went to the theater. I don't think it came out on VHS for a long time. It showed up on on TV at some point in time, like a CBS movie, if I'm recalling correctly. Like, or no, three I, years later no, 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 or something no. like that. I think HBO might have been the first opportunity yeah. to record it off of something. So the cards were how you relive the story. The cards were pictures of the movie from the movie. They weren't just headshots. They were actual scenes yeah. of the movie. And then some cards had some information. And then on the back of the cards was, if you pieced it all together, was a, a, a puzzle. Um, I think of the, oh, them yeah. in the cockpit of the Falcon, uh, the group of them or something. But yeah, the cards, I just remember flipping through those because that's how you relive the movie. And then you got that storybook. That and that's how you have the record. <laughs> 
You look at yeah, the and then all those various things. Yeah, so I think that really helped to reinforce our love for it at the time because you had to paint that picture in your mind. You had to remember how the movie went. I think I only ever saw it three times as a kid, um, original Star Wars, whatever. You know, that was a big deal to see a movie three times. I remember thinking I was a big, big shot until I found out people like teenagers and people that had cars and, and the means. You know, I've seen Star Wars 10 times. I've seen it 15 times. Just, wow. That's how it. Yeah. Ron, did you get did you get the mail away box when you were a kid? The figures? No, no. Uh, parents didn't 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 know that. I don't know. I don't remember that being a thing. Figures wasn't so much a thing for me mm. back then. I definitely had some but i wasn't it wasn't so much the toys and the figures um as much yeah it was, it was about the cards and, and those collectible that sort of ancillary stuff but no unfortunately they did not do the mail away don't i don't have a double telescoping uh, uh <laughs> luke or vader or that boba fett oh wait no that wasn't the first that was in the yeah that was later that was someone down the line that was you had to collect a number of figures to get the and mail away for it yeah it didn't do that either but yeah, no, that was that was an awesome Christmas. All right, who else? Who's um, me. Uh, I remember when I was maybe fifteen or sixteen. Whenever that um, the VHS came out, that was nineteen ninety or ninety one, and um, the v- the first VHS set uh, came out, and um, my aunt got that for me for Christmas, and it was so exciting because you know before then uh, you had to either um, spend scads of money um, trying to get the VHS separately or um, mm. waiting for it to come up on HBO or something. Or, or if like me, you didn't have cable, you didn't have that chance. But um, I had um, I had like the three movies, but recorded off of something, probably HBO or, you know, one of the one of the movie channels. And I spent that Christmas vacation watching those movies over and over and over and i actually still have those uh vhs tapes somewhere was that the one that has the big like cbs logo on the on the side it is it's the one that has like the big cbs fox logo or something like that i think they were they must have been affiliated at that point in time um but i remember like i remember really wanting it and thinking that my mom wasn't going to get that for me but i know somebody came through in the clutch and they did get it for me so there was that um I, like I said, I still have them. When I moved, they were in my garage. I have no idea where they are right now because they're probably in storage somewhere. But I still have them. That's cool. They they were in a the in a garage freedom. that was very hot for years and years and years. So if they work, it would be a miracle. Oh jeez. Uh, right. Um, any more Christmassy sort of stuff? Or do you want any any dying questions you have to ask? And um, we can all help solve from the Star Wars universe, perhaps. I have one. You said you said choose a silly one, so I got like a silly. Uh, yeah, question. I did choose a silly one. Yep, go for it. So, all right. So my silly question is, if you turn on a lightsaber and kept it on, because I know the dead man switches, and then pointed it to the ground and let it go, would it go through the earth completely? Would it go through the planet all the way down to the core, or would it stop at some point? Maybe get trapped in the middle forever. So I, I always wonder what happens if people drop their lightsabers and accidentally keep them on. Will they just keep melting into the planet? Doesn't Robot Chicken answer that? Wait, does Qui-Gon use it on the door, though? Right? It goes through the door. Yeah, but he's holding it and, and, you know, forcing it. He's saying that if you... And you'd have to drop it in just the right way or whatever, that, that, you know, pointing straight down, does does that keep it going? Or would the hilt 
like is the blade would the blade make a hole that's only an inch wide but the hilt is an inch or two inches wide so it would just stop there you know oh, what i mean saying, like yeah, it would just keep dropping down it wouldn't yeah. keep dropping down because the hilt would you know the, the hole's not big enough because the blade is only so you know is is an inch in diameter and the hilt is obviously always bigger for everyone so i think it's going to stop you know if you even if you pointed it perfectly hmm. straight down it's going to stop right there Maybe that's the point of the ribs on Anakin on his lightsaber. You know, he's got the big grip on the bottom. That's I never thought of that. That's a good one. That's if you have a crossaber too, like it's not going to go. I'm yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. To be fair, (laughs) I think (laughs) you think I think all the times that they um well no maybe not. I mean you think the times they punch holes in the doors and stuff, and that that initial hole is much bigger than the width of the uh, blade. I think. Well, but they cut. They they they, they use it like a, a saw blade and 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 cut a hole in the door. Now, to what you're trying to maybe say is when Qui Gon buries it into the thing, it sort of heats the metal up, you know, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. at. And but then gravity's is what's making that hole bigger. And that, he was pushing it really hard too. He was pushing it, focusing it, you could say. I, I it probably does stop it though, because Yoda throws that one in that dude's chest, and then like it stops. It doesn't go all the way through. Ah, yeah, there you go. Oh, oh yeah. Right, stops. I hate that he throws it, but yeah, it stops because of the <laughs> hill, right? It has to yeah. be stops because of the hill. Did it stop with the hill? Was it didn't? Did it? That'd be a good reason to have like a you know a samurai sword round hilt on it. So it's like, yeah. oh, in case I do drop it, it doesn't bury into the planet, and then you just kind of whistle and walk away. Like, oh, my bad. Oops. The battery went out. Stephen asked you a good question. When he throws that. Does it truly, does it, is it wong? Is it sticking out a little bit? Does it just the tip of it that goes in? Or does it bury itself to, to the to the scenario that I was describing earlier? Does it go the whole way in and stops at the dude's armor plate because the hilt is what doesn't let it go any further? Personally, I say he stops it at that point. Again, that's just my opinion. I could. Oh, you think Yoda threw it and, 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 retru- and pauses its uh, path? I'm just, yeah. I'm just looking at some screenshots here. Oh my gosh! Um, he jumps on and on his chest and pulls it out of him. Doesn't he, he does. It's yeah, in so from the from the image. And in Clone Wars, Anakin comes up behind somebody and totally like impales them with one. So by turning it on, and it shoots out the front. So hmm. it's like, what's to make it stop from like going all the way through his body? <laughs> so I guess if he wanted to, he could. You just punch it through. You know. I'm sure uh, Savage does that at some point. Totally like. Makes it go through some. Yeah, that's that's a good question. What about those helicopter yeah. sabers? Does that do it? <laughs> those are totally believable because it heats the air as it spins and they all rise up. Like a hot air balloon. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no. I just I found it really uh, funny, Ron. I found it really funny how you're like I'm not really worried about guns reloading and how what powers lightsabers. But I am worried about why you fly with them. How, <laughs> how it has lift? Yeah. Hey, the resources yeah. are for for whatever that that can be explained away. How it has lift by spinning in a rotational manner? Yeah. No. No. Come on. <laughs> Use the force. <laughs> oh, so it was just um. It gave window just dressing energy. Yeah. Okay, just window dressing that they they force jumped to do that, but the, they were having some window dressing to try to try to intimidate uh, their foe by making it spin like a helicopter blade. Well, you can think of you don't want to hit a bird or anything when you're flying around, so you spin the lightsaber 
it'll kill any birds or branches or anything above <laughs> or a telephone poles say, or something. Imagine it's like riding a motorcycle and you hit a bug. Well, if you put a spinning lightsaber on the <laughs> like, oh no, a flock of ducks. No bugs, man. <laughs> you would have bugs in your teeth, like from flying around and <laughs> your saber. Oh, I haven't. Well, I just I just had a quick look on YouTube at that scene with with Yoda throwing the lightsaber, and I say it's it's inconclusive. Because where it hits the clone in the chest, you can see some green glow on this side by the hilt. But that might be a green glow in the body. Or it, oh, so I, there's some saber still. There's like an inch of saber still sticking out of his chest. Of yeah, the blade. it could either be that, or it could just be that the, the glow, the green glow we're seeing next to the hilt is just within the body. Hmm. Um, it's hard to tell. I would suggest everybody getting their old, old D plus or DVD out. Blu-ray even, and have a look. It's, it's inconclusive, but it looks like, but certainly you would say that unless he threw it precisely, that it must have, yeah. That's not, I mean, yeah, because if you not. think, if he throws it at him, it won't stick in his chest anyway. It'll slowly slide down and cut him in half. Yeah, true. Yes. It's, yeah, it ah, won't. So that's why you're saying he's got control over it, because, right, if you stuck it in him, gravity's going to want to make it go. It'll just slice through him. Also, I mean, it doesn't make the boing sound when it's. <laughs> but yeah, if he wasn't holding it in place, it would just fall through him and cut his lower half. You know, so you couldn't right. you couldn't stick it on somebody and then jump on the hilt. It would just like, yeah, yeah, and then on top of they, that was a big talk in the High Republic like comics. It was like, oh boy. So, but yeah, it's it seems like it would fall. So that's my belief behind why. Uh, Yoda has complete control. Steven, you're watching the scene. How long is it stuck in there? You know, did it did it does it get an opportunity to not even a second, I wouldn't say. So he's does not, he th- throw he's it and pull it back? He throws it, then he jump literally just jump next bit is him jumping on it to retrieve it. So it's it's a second if at all it's there. And it's pretty stuck, I have to say, but then in a second it's pretty hard to pretty hard to say whether it would slide down or not. But it could, so but there's then, not an opportunity it, for it to slide because he, he retrieves it right quick. And the, and the trooper's not standing up the whole time, right? Does he fall, fall over or does Yoda jump oh, on him and oh, knock I'm, him over? I'm, I'm looking at it again now. Um, he kicks him over, I believe. Like he kicks off his chest. Jumps off of him. Yeah, That's kind of what I the thought. Sabers, yeah, the sabers go through people in far less than a second with no force whatsoever. I mean, think of all the times we've seen someone ignite a saber with it in their face or whatever you know it just happens in the light of jedi he ignites the saber you know kylo does and it immediately goes through the guy's head behind him it doesn't slowly push through it's immediate so the same thing yeah. would apply to throwing the saber it would just stick into him and immediately start falling down like whether it's a second it'd take far less than a second to lap through somebody well is there something too though puncturing is a quick process but cutting, slicing, although you know, would take take same, take some effort. Temperature. It's the same temperature all the way around. Well, okay. There's a temperature piece, but is there something to the the physical force action of a, of a puncture? Is a quick sort of thing, like you're saying, you, you you stick it through somebody and it goes right through. But a cutting takes a little bit of a. Uh, you got to make the effort to to well, slice we, through Obi Wan. Like point them at the ground. Arm. We've seen them point them at the ground and then spin and make a circle and fall through, right? They did that on. Uh, yeah, yeah, through a, through a ship's hull, they'll yeah, they'll stick totally. it in the hull and spin around real quick and pop right through. Mm-hmm. So so it is a quick it's a quick puncture and a quick cut. All right, so Yoda's Yoda's controlling it. Yeah, I 
I, I, I think there's a degree of um, yeah control, but yeah, a degree of force use perhaps in that. He, yeah, he, he didn't want to make it too horribly bloody, so just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd slice him from chest to groin. He's just and, like, and that might help me square him throwing because I just just never really was keen on him throwing away, you know. Your saber. But he didn't. He he had control over it the yeah. the whole time. While it wasn't in his hand, he's like a dagger. He force controlled it uh, to to take that guy out and, and and grab control of it real quick and 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 get it back. That um he did have control at last. His saber is shorter so than the other. Than the it wasn't. Saber. It wasn't where he threw it and totally lost control of it because if he did, it should have fallen down through the guy or otherwise sliced him up. So yeah, it was under his force control the whole t- whole time, right? Yeah, like an arrow, whoop whoop, like straight in. And he's flashy. I mean, Yoda's flashy. Let's be obvious here. He's all about show. Bouncing around, whirling dervish as he's fighting, fighting Dooku. Yep, he's all he's all flipping show. He would wear gold robes like Snoke if it was up to him. I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still like fascinated that there was a point where we didn't know how Yoda fought. Now it's just like it's common, you know. But like for so long, like he didn't fight. You know, you didn't even see his lightsaber, and you know, now it's like everybody. That's an interesting one. Yeah, you know, people don't talk about that reveal, that reveal of Yoda. Oh, that was so uh, huge. You know, that 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 doesn't get um, much love, or just doesn't get a whole lot of talk about that. That was that was kind of a big deal. Um, that was a big share moment in the theater when that happened. Like that was everyone was just like losing their minds. It was an expected, not expected thing or whatever, but um, I think there was some spoiler-ish aspect to it or something. Now I'm trying to remember my my watching of that, but something no, makes me think of, uh, wait, we haven't seen, I think I'm watching the movie and I'm like, wait, we haven't seen Yoda. I thought I yeah. heard we were going to see Yoda fight and that Dooku scene sort of was. over and then all of a sudden he's coming in and says, not yet. And no, I don't, tr- Ron, I don't think there was ever any expectation for that because I remember my cousin worked at the movie theater at the time and he got to see it like at seven o'clock that the day when it was going to come out because they previewed it i guess you know for the for the workers there and he texted me and spoiled it for me and said yoda fights you know exclamation <laughs> marks and stuff so, so the like, expectation i think ricky when i say that was that we were uh, it was an, a, a hopeful expectation yeah. that we were hoping yeah. we were going to see yoda fight but yeah i don't think that was ever flashed in and any of the trailers or any of the yeah. Uh, I don't think there was anything that ever alluded to that we were going to see that, but we were hoping that we would see something like that. And when it didn't happen for the longest time yeah. and that that scene's over and everything, and you're just like, wait, wait. When he comes in, you're like, oh, I, I, I do remember having that sensation or that feeling of, oh, this is where we're going to see Yoda fight. And, and, and his force attraction of that lightsaber was just the best move ever. And we didn't see Mace Windu's lightsaber until he draws it on Jango Fett, and it was purple. You know, That was the first time. Because they didn't do anything in the first place. Oh, was it in the attack? Yeah. Oh, that okay. was the first time he takes it out. You're like, whoa, it's purple. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like episode two so much. There's like a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah. Just it, has stuff that I, it has yeah. stuff that I'm like, eh, about. But I mean, that the battles also, I will always say the prequels do fantastic in lightsaber battles. Like, they, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. That's one good thing in their favor. but that also speaks to the why you should watch them in release order the ot then the pre-t because you you get a sense of all 
in the OT of what the Jedi might be or could be or should be or can do or anything. You know, you, you don't see much of anything. No. Um, so you, so you build it up in your mind is what they could. And then it's, it's revealed to you in the sequel trilogy and it's, it's reinforced. If you watch the sequel trilogy, man, the first thing you do is see them force speed out of there and use their lightsabers, you know, so there's no opportunity for uh, well, what's it mean to be a Jedi to question that and to, and to, to have that sort of build. It's just, presented to you right there in front of you is the oh, Jedi are these super all powerful kind of kind of have all these great abilities. So that to me is always it's a great, it's too much of a shock to watch it in sequential order. It's too much of a shock. I mean, even I, even I if, say, if you watch like, like, even if you watch like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, there's still not very many lightsabers in there. Like you don't see like a whole, like, you know, army of Jedi. And well, stuff yeah, there's there. not many, Jedi, there's not many people yeah. left to be using them. That was the point of it. Yeah. So watching sure. the prequels, you like, you have like, all, these all right, so I know we're trying to wrap, Stephen, and I'm sorry, but that it will be a question for some sometime or whatever. It's my silly question, but it's not silly. Where the heck are all the lightsabers? Where are all these hills? Well, every time somebody loses or dies or perishes or whatever, there's a lightsaber somewhere that never gets dealt with, that never gets explained, that never gets – and I've, I've brought this up many times before or whatever. But, yeah, every time a, a lightsaber or somebody with one is like, where's that one at now? Who's got that? Where are all these Where are all these hilts? Where are they? I'm sure where most are they? of them. Most of them were probably just picked up, but absolutely, you're talking thousands. So I'm sure some of them appeared, you know, in a kid's hand. Some of them appeared like relics that are hidden. So yeah, it's, that would be something neat where down the line it's like, oh, I have so-and-so's light, you know, because no one's going to go find, let's say, Blue Coon's lightsaber. It's going to be smashed in a chip and just some local on the planet could pick it up and be like, oh, you know, to be continued, done yeah, and, and then mm. that speaks to the. But Han Han destroyed. Han blows it up in terms of the you know if if there was something to a, a lightsaber can't be turned on unless you're a Jedi or know how to, then that would let some random find the relic in Plo Koon's busted ship, but not be able to do anything with it. But Han using it on the Tauntaun lets us say that anybody can turn one on. So yeah, yeah. and then Clone Wars they had people trying to buy them on the black market in Clone Wars. Remember they they took Ahsoka's and. She had to try to get it back. Yeah, I did watch that. One. They were they were yep. sought after, uh, you know, weapons. They were just really rare to find one. Again, although they should be crazy heavy, right? Wasn't there something too? If you're not trained in how to use it, you're not going to be running around trying to use it because it it should be super broadsword. Yeah, heavy. it's like having a broadsword. If you yeah. if you don't know it's how just, to, yeah, it's just too dangerous. You just have to tap your leg to cut it off. That's the thing. It's anyone can use it. I was never a fan of like, shoot your eye out. Is, yeah. Why is Finn using it? Or why is, I was like, they're trained weapons. You know, they trained with weapons. They yeah. just have to not hit themselves. Well, so then how about this? Would Joe, would Joe commoner know how to, um, somewhere I learned somewhat recently, but they have like when they're doing their training or whatever, they have a mode where you can put them in, you know, sparring mode so they don't cut anybody. You know, if you do get it, if your Padawan does get a lucky shot in on its master, it doesn't take his arm off. Would a would a would a commoner pick one of those up? Would they know how to put it in that mode so that right they they yeah. they don't wield it or mess with it because it is crazy dangerous because they could easily cut their own leg off. There'd have to be some like you say some training to it to know how to put it in sparring mode to even well, know sparring mode exists. I, there was a story that I recently read, and I want to say High Republic that they they use sparring sabers. But then in Dooku Jedi Lost, when they take their initiative test to be knights, they do it with fully powered sabers. So I thought that was kind of weird. That they use, I mean, I get it. You're supposed yeah. to be a Jedi knight. But I know, I think it, I think it was in High Republic, because that's the thing I'm reading the most, is that they definitely had sparring mode sabers. Uh, so they can die. Oh, man, I almost had it. Yeah, there was definitely two Padawans fighting. 
it might have been uh, Vernesta Rowe and another one and like Emery fighting and they had mm. them on stun mode or they were using stun specific sabers. They mm. still lit like sabers, but they were way powered down. Well, her other lightsaber is a whip. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, folks. So uh, I think we will call it a day and thank everybody for joining us. And don't forget, if you're here listening on the, on the podcast, which of course you will be, we come out every month and we will be back in a month's time in uh, 2022, where next month we shall, I, I imagine we might be talking about the Book of Boba Fett. I, I imagine so. I mean, Ron has his doubts, but uh, I know, but uh, I think we'll be talking about it uh, next month for sure. And we would have seen, well, depending on when we talk, we might have seen one episode or two episodes. We'll talk about that again. Okay, so thank you very much, everybody. And uh, we shall see you in a month. All right, cheers, everyone. Merry Christmas. We all want to we all <laughs> Happy holidays. Hey. Happy. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy life day. Say maybe the force be with you. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we can't understand a word you're saying, Ricky. Sorry, it's terrible. Right, he's Ricky bought through thousand. And is he very, very faint for you, um, Stephen? It's it, it. Yeah, it's faint. It's like it's like um, a bird, a far, far away, making a noise. A rattle. A baby, a rattle. That's what it sounds like.
Yeah, you need another mic or something, Ricky, because that is, I can't even understand a word you're saying. It's just static y kind of funny kind of uh, stuff. R- Ricky, say this is the way. <laughs> right, Steve, Steve, quiet, quiet. I'm trying to get a, something he can isolate. Say this is the way. All right, there might be something there you can use. It's awful, awfully faint or whatever. Hey, when it happened to me, I thought it was the USB cord I was using, which is weird because I really don't think it was the USB cord. But when I swapped that out, <clears throat> that solved my Ronbot 3000 issues. So it might try a different cord if it's not hardwired. Um, and it might be enough just to reseed it uh, or, um, you know, removing the USB device from the computer and bringing it back in is what made it happen. But I don't that time you guys were talking to me about it or whatever i ended up swapping the cord because i i have the cord around here somewhere and i i put a sticky on it that it was the ronbot 3000 cord in case i ever wanted to do that again <laughs> and we wanted to test it and try it and see if that's what it was so yeah try that ricky or otherwise you gotta join unjoin and join or figure out a microphone issue reboot, reboot. or a good old-fashioned reboot old-fashioned reboot yeah. good old-fashioned computer that's guy really solves right. every problem that's one reason why i always try to save people that arrive 10 minutes early because there's always right, some sort of technical that issues oh that's yeah. better you're in a you're in a can but yeah that's definitely not ricky bot 3000 rick mm. bot rick bot. I'm, in a, I'm in a different room but yeah you're definitely in a different room sound like you're in the basement now but we can he- hear you and then yeah. i saw ryan join right i'm here hi ryan good morning Hey. Morning. Morning. Oh, Being selfish there. I think it's good afternoon to you, right, Stephen? It is. Yep. And then it's crazy early good morning for Ricky. And wait, I think it's even crazier early. Ryan, where are you? Yeah, Washington? earlier than I am. Yeah. So it's, no, it's no, looking... I'm in the I'm in the eastern, so it's oh, yeah. ten o'clock here. Oh, you're with me then. Okay. Four before me. Ryan and Ron, uh, comrades and arms. Does this sound better? Or yeah, that's same? Ricky. That's the Ricky we know. Does it sound better? Yep. Okay, I think my webcam was interfering with my mic. So <laughs> I had to unplug it. I had that when I used the Bluetooth um, headphones, so I stopped using them for this because for some reason the Bluetooth headphones interfered with the mic on the, uh, on the laptop. So that's does, does Ryan know the, the Ronbot 3000 why we're giving Ricky a hard time? I don't know. That, that I don't think so. I don't even yeah, know. We ever explained it. Yeah, in a very early, early or somewhere early on, I was having technical difficulties or something, whatever. And anything I said came across really just garbled, crazy, computerizing. And, and the guys made fun of it and called me Robot <laughs> 3000 whenever I was talking. I didn't know it because I'm just talking away. Um, and so here this morning, Ricky was ex- his his was exhibiting that behavior where when he would talk, it would just sound a little weird, computerizey kind of voice or whatever. So. <clears throat> so oh, I, I was kind of wondering what was behind that. That's good. Yeah, it's His actually in the or... intro music now. <laughs> yeah, so somewhere Ricky, that's why I was, I was trying to isolate something for for Ricky. Somewhere he isolated some Ronbot three thousand stuff, and it's part of the yeah. intro. We've not got a Ronbot GIF. Uh, Ronbot GIF. One big Ronbot soundbite. Yeah, we should yeah. have finish, shouldn't we? I do. But I don't know how to put them in right while we're recording. I'm not that sophisticated. We need really is a, a soundbite, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Hello. A, lot of, a lot of problems. Hello and good morning, Murray. I'm uh, here. Hello, hello. Do you want to do? Did you want? Do we want to do a, a Christmassy Star Wars sort of thing? Do we want to do some Christmassy Star oh, Wars? Oh yeah, stuff? I was gonna. Want to talk about some of your Christmassy Star Wars stuff that you Christmas got? Christmas memories. Or, or Christmas. Well, they won't be very much for me Star because Wars. 
I can't remember yesterday, let alone um, <laughs> any Christmases that we've had. Um, yeah, we can have a little. You can, well, if anybody's got any, talk about your favourite uh, Star Wars Christmassy. Um, well, you've got a ton of stuff, haven't you, Ricky? Um, I haven't got anything. I still need to buy something. I want to buy something. Um, I've got to try and sort out. I've got to try and sort out the family Christmas stuff first before I <clears throat> go frivolous on Star Wars Christmas. <laughs> I, did say about ha- I did say about having a little bit on um, your unanswered Star Wars questions and stuff, Q&A with each other. We could try. If anybody's come up with any other questions apart from me, it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be serious yeah. like, um, I don't know, what why did um yeah yeah what the technical specs of an of an x-ring or something like that nothing too serious just like or just uh, like um like what do you get a wookie for christmas when he already owns a comb yeah <laughs> well probably something like why wear a glove over an artificial hand you know can't get cold so you know that kind of stuff you know you know uh, you I know, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah let your hand go free so i did have a few um a few questions i can't think where i put the problem is i can't see where i put them but i'm sure i remember something yeah so we can do we i can, gotta cut I, ju- I just got like two silly ones well i guess one silly one too so that's all right that's i just good. tried to think of something completely ridiculous and random and then i got one that i actually got into a tiff with this morning on another group and i'm like oh boy i may have stirred a little pot so <laughs> uh-oh uh-oh as usual turf wars <laughs> if we can talk about uh, <laughs> as usual wars, is correct Ryan. We can go over some Clone Wars. Yeah, so one sort of frippiness, um, ridiculous question, answer each. But it's a little bit of fun there at the end, I think. Something like that, roughly. Okay, so um, is everybody seated and, and ready to go? Right. Yeah, more or less. My seat back is in an upright, pres- and my tray is folded. Yes, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs>